everybody, welcome to the show. Hold on, my mic is... <laughs> I move it out of the way before I need it, and it's all messed up right well, now. I'm here. Hey everybody, welcome to Street Fight Radio. I am your main host, Murder Brian Quimby. And uh, my co-host, second in command, my uh, 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 admiral, is Brett Payne. He is busy with a microphone, so that's I'm taking charge now. Uh, this is the number one anarcho-comedy show on any station across the nation. He learned that from me. I did learn, uh, yes. Well, but sometimes the student becomes the master, and that is who I am. So... That's the show, you know. We're, what an intro, Brian. Cheers to Brian. Thanks for, thanks for tuning in, everybody. It is the call-in show. The number to dial is 614-655-3887. We're taking calls tonight, uh, Sunday Night Street Fight, as usual. Uh, we also have a special guest that's in the studio with us right now that's going to be joining halfway through, but we'll save that for then. Uh, thank you to everybody that's on the live stream, watching on Facebook, Twitch, Twitter, and YouTube. We appreciate it. Uh, you can jump in the chat there and uh, talk to everybody else that's watching the show. Um, glad to be back, uh, and things are going well. I uh, woke up super late today. I woke up at like almost 1 o'clock in the afternoon because I was up all night watching the Tour de France, the first stage of it. Because they rode 100 miles up and down a mountain and it started raining. And they're flying down this mountain while it's raining and their bikes start going sideways and they just start flying into guardrails, cars, barriers. Like everybody's falling over. So I stayed up. It was a four-hour race. I watched the whole fucking thing. I loved it. It was a good time. Yeah, I saw that it was on. Our gambling. You got that DraftKings on the Tour de France. I no, there's no DraftKings on that. There might be FanDuel. I did win uh, on the NASCAR <laughs> zero. What Coke zero four hundred? Oh, that's a good name. I uh, I won eight bucks on that. Eight dollars. Yeah, I bet eight dollars though. So it's always one of those things where it's like eight bucks. You it know, came even. Yeah, it's like ah, oh, yay. You know, I I made eight dollars. But I'm getting a taste. I, I mean, I'm only I'm only. This is my first season of betting on NASCAR, and I've won twice now. So I'm pretty confident. At my ability to read the numbers and figure out how these things are going. And I'm going to get that big money. My man's going to bet $1,000 next week. No, it only takes four to get $20,000. $4? to get $20,000 if you're, if you're getting first. <laughs> Damn. I need to get for the I, fucking shit, dude. I need to get in that $4. <laughs> yeah. Finally yeah. take that vacation I've been wanting to take to nowhere. We were watching this movie last night, me and Katie. We had like a date night where we watch movies at home and we watched the new Bill and Ted, which was, it's fine. You know, it was a good time. If you, if you like the other movies, if you saw them at a formative stage in your life, then you'll like this one. And it is funny that Kid Cudi is station in it. Just what? like a very weird, like little callback to Bogus Journey and it's, but it's Kid Cudi. <laughs> it was the originally. It was like a, a costume, like alien that looked kind of like a potato and a turd mixed ah well that's an upgrade then kid cuddy's a huge upgrade well it seems like they <laughs> didn't want to bring the they probably didn't have the costumes anymore oh they didn't couldn't do turd and they couldn't do station they couldn't bring stations I it's like a little I, et I, I looking guy saw, oh yeah i never saw it so but more importantly the thing we watched after it was called you cannot kill david arquette 
And what uh, is going on with television, fuck, dude? These days? It was so good. It is a good fucking movie. Even though David Arquette's a carny and he was working the whole time, it is just it's about his run and wrestling like last year where he like gained the respect of like all of the wrestling fans uh, and shit he did that death match where uh nick gage accidentally stabbed him in the neck and he fired blood out. did you see i've ever seen that whoo katie i walked out of the room i've seen it like three times like yeah. when it happened and i fucking walked out of the room i was like you do not want to see this and katie's like it's fine and she's like Whoa! yeah hit right here and it starts squirting in yeah. like the thing and he finishes the match and shit and uh uh but it's is a good little fucking movie man i wow. i was into it i watched um a woman get a 55 year old black head get pulled out of her the side of her face today oh i made bryceius watch that with me okay it was uh Gross. terrifying yeah. to watch it was, like um, it was like a shell it's so, like someone hit a shell underneath your eye and then they mm. went in and just surgically pulled it out yeah yeah, that David Arquette thing was pretty good. It was like Luke Perry's last little thing because he was at the wrestling show. He drove him to the hospital. Okay. And uh, I don't know. It just was Luke like Luke Perry drove him to the hospital after the thing. Yeah. This is a Katie's setup. like, the aren't whole there thing any? Is a setup. Oh God, dude. Okay, so like a he's year he's into the camera at, the whole time. Oh God, at the beginning. Well. I mean, he's a guy that was around the wrestling business for a sure. period of time. And you you can't trust nobody. Yeah. I don't care if they're an actor that only did it for a little bit. Yeah. You know? But there is a scene in the movie where the a year before his run, he gets a hold of the Nasty Boys. And he says, hey, I know you're doing this Legends of Wrestling thing in Detroit. Can I come out and... Uh, uh, you know, I'd like to come out and they're like, I'm fuck you. Anybody can come. You buy a ticket and come. So he goes out there and he's talking to the guy and he's like, you know, you could have me like run in and talk some trash. And then they like staged a bar fight, but it's made to look like a real bar fight. And it was fucking cracking me up. Like, cause it's like, it starts with a bar fight and then ends with the guy that he fought in the bar, giving him a hug and saying like, he's part of the part of the wrestling community now and it's just like this really good and he like really plays up like he's like i've been going on auditions for 10 years and i haven't gotten a single movie i'm a loser i feel like a failure but he's also this like insanely rich yeah. guy where like his backyard <laughs> is fucking everything's oversized in his backyard and he has a wrestling ring but he has really giant oversized chairs really giant oversized tennis rackets and tennis balls and all this stuff that only fucking rich people would ever have so he's like still a rich guy yeah but he like really plays up that like you know i did the wrestling and it really hurt my career and nobody would take me seriously ever again after that you know and it's just like it's such a carny ass movie but it's good and it's compelling and when you're watching it you like i think that like most people would watch it and be like oh that's because it is a sweet movie it's like very sweet there's like a through line through it with him and his wife that's like really touching and sweet but like if you don't watch wrestling i'm sure it's like a hundred times more sweet movie because if you're a wrestling person you're watching it and you're like come on yeah <laughs> you know I, mean? No, this is, I mean it sounds like a great <laughs> great fantasy oh it's a beautiful story you know he works his way up but one of the parts in the movie he goes to mexico and there's like three really cool things in this right like so he goes to mexico and they do this thing called street wrestling 
where they go to a busy intersection when the light turns red yeah they do a little match out in the street and then they go and collect the money before right. the light turns red. never heard of that would love to go to this place that I've, seems like heaven to me i've seen a couple gifts of people that perform at street lights set up like a slack line and then start doing flips and shit on a slack line and then have it out before the these guys just had these guys had a ladder and a chair and they were just clobbering each other with a chair and taking dives off of ladders on concrete oh and i was like fuck man every country has such a healthier professional wrestling like because if you think about japan it's like they have bars dedicated to pro wrestling that's even some of the pro wrestlers work in they have like you know what i mean like all these other countries have all this really cool pro wrestling stuff and here it's like it's a joke it's just a joke everybody's like you know either you like it and you like fiercely defend it or you don't like it there's no place that's like there's no place that's like a place you can go and just like hang out and everything's wrestling and you're just chatting and having a good wrestling time you know we were having fun at the elevator but even then that's one night a week and like there are places where it's every night you know you go to a place like a wrestling on the tv you're just kind of hanging out fucking yeah drinking beers and there's wrestling on tv chopping it up with the wrestling classic ppvs yes yes so and then so they're in mexico and before he leaves mexico they go out into the mountains and they each stand on their own rock and they scream as loud as they can on this rock like five or six luchadors and david arquette okay and i looked at katie and i was like this is what i want to do this is like my ideal vacation is that i can go to a place and stand and scream as loud as i can for as long as i want because i feel like i need to do that and she was like that is like the weirdest thing i was like that's why we got that cabin i wanted that cabin to be so secluded that i could stand outside and scream my head off and nobody would hear it or call the cops or think something was wrong you know yeah (laughs) it's my new dream vacation is just a place that's so secluded that the internet can't get to me and i can scream as loud as i can have a garden state moment right (laughs) yeah i mean doesn't it do you think about the last time you screamed as loud as you can like just really fucking gave out like a primal scream you know it's probably been forever we live in the city you just like don't do that yeah i don't mind yelling i yell with kids i like to show off to kids because i think it is like kids are very afraid to yell and i will scream at the top of my lungs to show them like that you can i'm not afraid of it i'll, I haven't, I'll go do it outside i just haven't given it like my full fucking force and since i was a kid dude probably since i was like in my fucking early like my preteen, early teens i probably haven't given it my full like just a full fucking throat is like bottoming out just scream i just want to i i feel so pent up and I feel like screaming is what would make it go away. Mm. I don't know why, you know? But now this is my new dream vacation, secluded place where I can just walk out the door and scream anytime I want to. Sure. I mean, I bet that's, that's probably going to be a new hot popular trend in, uh, in vacationing. It should in, be. In 2021. 
2020 it should be they'll have a yelling uh, some sort of like what if they like a soundproof room that you could go inside of not the same i don't think you, you want, want it to be bouncing off of shit you know what i'm saying you want to hear it bouncing off the trees it's like making an impact in a weird way with your voice which i guess i try to do all the time on this show and i do get like i get my feelings out whether it's on the show or in therapy or, you know, in private moments with my wife, like, it's not like I don't get my feelings out, but I don't get to express the one feeling that I feel as like an underlying current of this like rage where I just want to fucking, I just want to lose my fucking mind, you know? And I like keep it deep down inside because i don't want to be embarrassed you know because i think screaming and then the cops coming to your house would be kind of embarrassing <laughs> you know I and mean? it just and people checking on you like hey are you okay you know is there something wrong with you screamy boy over here uh-huh uh -huh. so i'm just that's my dream vacation i saw david arquette a rich man get to do that and it really bummed me out man well not bum me out i'm you know happy for him you know yeah the rich guys get to do all that yeah they get to scream as loud as they want anytime they want and if the cops come they can just pay their bail i guess you never what about in the car you never turn up the music as loud as you want and scream at the top of your lungs no you no. never scream fuck 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 and punch the wheel as as hard as you want no because like people i guess like the thing is because like people can see you inside the car okay that I don't ever truly let myself go inside the car. Either. You want to terrify them. You want to make it so they look away. That's you not gotta, how I feel. You got to scare them real bad when they look at you. You got to make them afraid. I'm like so. <laughs> you want to just want to cry? Sort of, yeah. Just but cry. it's not crying because I don't feel like crying. Go take, go take it. Pretend like you're taking a shower. Well, I've cried in the past five years quite a bit. You know, I cry. Okay. It's really is anger. I don't like Ugh. expressing anger. You know what I mean? Like, you should, I don't like expressing it. So it always comes out as like, this is this, this would show be the uh, episode of the sitcom where we would get you like a baseball bat with like a pillow wrapped around it. And you would like sm try to smack the wall or smack the couch when you're mad or something, you know? Yeah, I just don't like expressing it like outwardly in a way that would that I would think would even like maybe not even scare people but make an awkward moment you know what i mean like i don't want to scare my family i'm not gonna fucking scream in the house and get crazy with my anger you know i a lot of times it's like more like just being a prick about stuff that's how like my anger manifests but i do feel like if i had the ability to like if I had a punching bag in the middle of nowhere and I could just punch it and scream, I would never get angry again in my entire life. Yeah, that's not, that's definitely not going to do it. It could though. It yeah. could. Cause I'd just be like, I'm going out to my punching bag, screamy place. I'll be back. You know? Yeah. I just don't like to be angry, but I do feel that way sometimes. I'm so mad at like OSU and I'm mad at my daughter's school. Like, I'm very furious about the email I got about how the numbers are trending in the right direction. So we should send them back to school on September 8th. And you're like, I mean, that's going to make the numbers trend in the other direction, yeah. though. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, the, 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 it's this weird <laughs> thing where, like, we've accepted. It's weirdly like the government has accepted a baseline of this that is half locked down, half not locked down. And that that baseline, 
once it dips below that, they feel like it can dip back up to that baseline. And then if it gets above that baseline, then they have to do like, oh, yeah, remember we have a mask ordinance. You know what I mean? It's like they'll just they'll they'll blame it on us, basically. They'll they'll say something like, Oh yeah, well, the grocery stores have you know, you can't be open 24 hours anymore. Yeah. Like it's this weird, we're in a really weird middle ground where it's like okay now we're how many months in that it could have been fixed by now but now we're just going to keep like bouncing up to this unacceptable level that they see as an okay level yeah you know what i mean and i get the, i do get the like franklin county infection rate thing and like 1.0 so a 1.0 means that there's a one-to-one -one infection rate for like every one person that has it they'll infect one other person and the the numbers right now are like 0.9 so they're that's they're saying that it's tr that's the trending downwards is that it's 0.9 and i'm like it's gonna go right back to 1.0 yeah the it's, school it's is fucking a disaster already yeah. the fucking president of the university was like oh i don't like these numbers and it's like no fucking shit you know i fucking walk on campus now you know that's part of my walk now that i've i've been really into i try to stay up high though because like there's a lot of people there but that's the point there's a shit ton of people on high street yeah just, i was just in the fucking store down the street from your house and there had to be fucking 10 people in there and like three of them weren't wearing masks and i just wanted to walk up to them and be like what the fuck is wrong with they and here's the thing that pissed me off about it it wasn't that they weren't wearing masks because i guess they're anti-maskers or whatever you know <laughs> what i mean what, that's their political yeah and it's just like okay i got to accept that there's going to be a certain amount of these guys but they had their kids with them and their kids were wearing masks and yeah. i was just like i just wanted to fucking punch that guy right in his face but he had a tattoo on his neck and he looked 10 times stronger than me really. okay he would have yeah. killed me okay he would have he looked stronger than jason yeah. really which is that's the strongest guy we know basically uh yeah it's it's become a weird <laughs> scramble uh where everybody's like oh oh oh, oh, oh it's, it's still kind of hot out we can still do stuff come on let's let's uh, everybody get together and get a vacation and a concert and uh let's do all this stuff i know it's and then just... like we can go back to school now we thought it was going to be all online woof it's not going to be it's like what it's also funny watching the businesses like really are like i think we could get out of paying these leases you know what I mean? Yeah. Like my, my wife's work was like, we're not coming back. We'll, we'll be back in October on a hybrid schedule. And then they just fucking messaged them last week. And they were like, yeah, we'll just come back January. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just like, oh, you know that these, there's a lot of these big corporations that were like, that are like, you know, if we can live with just a little decreased efficiency. Yeah. We cannot have any buildings. Yeah, not have to pay for lights. And then and when plumbing. and now you know we're sitting here thinking like, well, that's actually a smart decision. You know, less commuters and stuff like that. But we also live in a city that would have like seven empty buildings. Like, what would yeah. you even fucking do with those buildings yeah, at that point? Right. What would they even put nothing. in them? Nothing. I know. You're right. Because you can't. There's nothing to put. There's no reason to have them. I know. In the first place. I know. It's fucking crazy to think that like all these these companies probably got these huge fucking tax abatements and fucking lobbied the government to build these huge fucking buildings that they probably never even fucking got to pay taxes on. And now they're just going to abandon them. And I'm like, ah, 
you know, it's like when when the grocery store goes out of business, they're like, ah, they'll come back. Yeah, you know? I, <laughs> somebody I, will go there, and it's spirit like the fucking the the nationwide building downtown's a spirit Halloween, like an eighty two floor spirit Halloween. Yeah, I yeah, I saw um, <laughs> I saw on one of the Google card things, just the headline said, uh, restaurant chains poised to strike the independents. Which what is, like, is that? It would look like some National Geographic shit. Like, well, it looks like the independent restaurants are going under. The chains have stepped in. Like, they're they're going to uh, take over everything. I mean, what did the independents do? They just making food. Weaker prey. Yeah, that's what I've been learning from watching the foods that build America. It's like these guys hate competition. Oh yeah, is get rid of. It's not competition really. No. But Chipotle is going to get the same amount of people no matter what every single day, no matter how many independent restaurants and taco trucks there are. And people are going to line up for that slop every single day. Same with McDonald's and Wendy's and Burger King and Applebee. Like, people love that shit. Yeah. And they will always go to it. It's beyond me. You know, well, Chipotle, I understand. Vegetarians. You know, that's the way I think of it. It's like, mm, yeah, I get it. Vegetarians. They really? got to eat there. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I guess that was all there was before, but um, it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's its own thing, though. Like it's its own. It's not like Mexican food. It's Chipotle. I hate it. You, the, it. What it does to my stomach is a million times worse than any Mexican food I've ever had. Right. All right. You want to take some calls? Yep. Let's see who is on the line. Thanks for calling Street Fight. Who are we talking to tonight? Hey, fellas. How's it going? This is Slinky in Pensacola, Florida. What's up, Slinky? Oh, you know, it's our first caller is in Florida after hearing us complain about the the numbers in Ohio. It's like, of course, it's somebody. It couldn't have been somebody in Nebraska. Or something. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, Slinky? Yeah, I, not much. Um, I got I got I guess I got a couple options on stories. Um, I can do um, racist hippie stuff. Yes, yes. We want racist okay. hippie stuff. It's just people have been DMing me a lot of racist hippie stuff. Uh, there is a guy, a racist hippie guy, uh, uh, that I'm gonna. I they DM me on the street on Murder Brian account. A racist yeah. hippie dude. Uh, a dude that hipped me to a racist hippie guy DM me on the Murder Brian account. If you're listening. Get me on that Murder X Brian account because I want to look more into it. It's like Jed Shipley or something. And he's he's definitely what I was talking about. He's definitely the racist hippie I was talking about. This one is um this one's a little more minor, but it, it, it's funny. Um like a couple years ago, uh I, we were just going to like a, a park, a bunch of the punks for some reason decided to see each other in like daylight hours and we were all just gonna go like hang out at a park and um one of my friends brought someone along like no none of us knew this person oh no and, and you know you know that friend who's like is always just like way too fast to include new people in like the friend group oh yeah like, they just yeah they, 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 um i don't know where they had met this they didn't go ahead they they don't uh uh vet them right you really gotta hang out no. with somebody <laughs> alone like six times before you're like all right come on in you know yeah you gotta have you gotta right. let you gotta let somebody have access to your phone number for at least six months <laughs> and see if how they abuse that power <laughs> before you let your friends get tangled up with them 
But yeah, so we went to the park and we were just having this picnic and there was, there was like this girl, um, you know, she was probably like 21 or something at the time and, uh, real hippie looking, just had like long hair, talked a lot about nature and spirituality and stuff and, and clearly identified as a hippie. And, uh, we were just like having some snacks and some beers and she starts talking about out of nowhere about how the bottom 25% of dogs all need to be euthanized. Um, and it was like a bunch of like vegan punks who started like arguing with her. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, about how you decide the, what the bottom 25% of dogs is like that should be euthanized because like, how do you determine how the fuck would you determine that? The bottom 25% um, of that sounds like a conversation me and Brett would have. That's not like dog. It's like the bottom 20 when, when our, our old thing about uh, songs that got played too much where we're just like, yeah, I can't play them anymore. That's it. Like they're dead. Those songs are gone. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I don't just that there's a grading system or that, you know, like bad dogs, there is bad dogs out there. Oh. Um, but like, I don't know if there's a cutoff. Like, I don't think it's just 25. The, I don't think that there's a rating system. There's either bad dogs and good dogs. That's all. It's either one or the other. Yeah, I'm I'm pretty sure she was probably talking about, like, pit bulls or something. Right, like, right. Uh, oh, the no. The bitey ones, chihuahuas, we, the real bitey ones. Yeah, or basically put bulls and chihuahuas, the two ends of the spectrum. And uh, so we, we argue with her a bunch and, like, I guess pissed her off. And, and she started walking away to go, like, some other people who had wandered off who were with us. And then she goes over there. And somehow this guy came up who's in town. And, Brian, you're going to love this. He is a, um, a Christian man who opened a creationist science recreation park here in town that I went to as a kid based on dinosaurs. There's like this dinosaur, like fucking redneck theme park where they take kids and they like sit you down and make you watch videos about how God made dinosaurs and all this stuff. Cool. And then there's like an amusement park that you get to play at. But the kicker was this guy was like arrested a couple years ago for tax evasion because he claims he's like a sovereign citizen and all this shit. And yeah. he was like well, stockpiling guns. <laughs> yeah, don't talk negatively when we get in trouble for that. Just every anybody who listens to the show, don't talk about that in a negative. Just say, fashion. just here's the thing: when you hear me and Brett saying we're sovereign citizens, just be like, oh, they actually are, though, sovereign citizens. Yeah, yeah, true. You you truly are. You don't run a dinosaur creation in this theme park, <laughs> to my knowledge. No. Is this in um, Is this in Kentucky? Oh no, you're no, in, Florida. in Florida. This is a different yeah. one. There's two of them now. That's God's country down there. there. The Ark, the Ark is in Kentucky. Yeah, I've seen um, it. Yeah, we we drove past it all the time. But um, this guy operates out of Alabama now because he got run out of town basically because of his of his time in jail and stuff. And and he's got a bunch of wacky videos online and everything. But then somehow this girl just like starts defending this guy out of nowhere. Um, and and he's like you know homophobic, racist, Christian. Etc. So we're, we're just really confused by this hippie-looking person. Um, and basically, you should vet your friends before you bring them around. That's the moral of the story. I'm with you, dude. Damn. I've been saying that. I, I think, like, I've been in enough situations where it's like, come hang out, and then, like, 
I mean, I, I, one of the I remember we chased that guy out of the house that one time. Dude came over and got just offended by everything. And it was like uh, uh, he was a Republican. And he like got offended and, and nobody was uh, engaging him in good faith. <laughs> he got up and walked out of the house. <laughs> yeah. That's very yeah. funny. That Yeah. That's my racist hippie story. I got a short census story if you want to hear a good census story. Sure, yeah. Yeah, this this one's quick, but I'm a census worker. I've been doing it for a couple weeks. And uh, earlier this week, I was going around in like, the rich part of town, <clears throat> knocking on doors. And um, the, worst, the worst thing when you're doing the census is when you have an address and you're going up to the house and you realize the person's at the house and they're getting out of their car. That's the fucking worst. Because you can't knock on the door. You've got to talk to them straight off yeah. the back. They've already seen you. And uh, so that, that happened with this woman. And um, I asked her if that was like, you know, the address was correct and everything. And uh, she was like, yeah. And I told her who I was. And she was just like, no, thanks. I'm not interested. I'm like, well, okay, you're, I'm going to leave you like a notice. And, uh, you know, because I'm, I'm just doing my job. I'm going to leave you a notice. So she just goes in her house. And I'm sitting there writing my notice on my clipboard. And she comes back out and she says, tells me to stop loitering. And I'm on the sidewalk, city property. Of course. Tells me to stop loitering and that I need to leave. And I'm like, I, I got to leave you this notice. Uh, it's with the census. And she says, I was a staff sergeant in the army for five years. Your census means nothing to me. Okay. Yeah, I, I'm. She outranks you. <laughs> okay. She, she outranked you. She's got more. I guess she's a higher government rank. Your census means nothing to me. Hey, fall in line, private. <laughs> Your petty counting of the population means nil. And so I told her I, I was like, okay, that's fine. I'm just gonna leave the notice anyways because like someone's gonna come back if like you know you don't do it. And um, she starts trying to like take my picture. So I just start like toying with her and I'm like, are you going to put this on next door? And she doesn't even know. She didn't even know what next door was. Uh, but I was like, here, help me, help me let you get the lighting better and started moving around to help her get the lighting good for the picture. Oh my God. And I held up my badge for her to take a picture of. And my hand was kind of shaking. Like I was calm on the inside, but you know, like kind of, yeah. you just know you're in a tense situation. And my hand was shaking a little bit. She's like, she started complaining about my hand shaking. What? Um, for her photographs. Yeah. She was like, your hand is shaking. Stop. And I'm like, you're being rude. Like, I can't stop shaking my hand. <laughs> oh, wow. Well, you know, that sounds... Uh, is that? Are they all like that? Hopefully not. No, they can't be. I mean, no. that is a really one of those... I mean, it, they're obviously conservative, so... You know, already... When, yeah, I, I mean... Don't on me, sticker. Yeah, and if somebody here's the thing, and and like this is not to say that you are in the wrong at all. I'm just saying that like, if I'm, I hate like being forced to socially interact in yeah. that way. You know what I mean? I get to my house, I open my car, but I know you have to do it. It's not that I I I think you did anything wrong. It's just that like, it's just you're going to not get the best version of me. Well, you know? also I think the thing is, as you are a representative of the state, and so many people are so mad right now about it, um, that you're going to have right. to deal with some sort of 
madness from people that like they they just hate government people right now uh and on because of their groups online and then you show up and they're like what the fuck's going on are they tracking patriots in the country you know like <laughs> it'd be funny if you said you were tracking i mean and that's the thing is like their fears are justified with you if you're calling into this show you are yeah yeah <laughs> Give us the yeah. Send us those, the documents on them. Yeah, we need those numbers. Get that credit yeah. card. Where yeah. you skimmed off her I purse? Could've, <laughs> I could have walked away technically. Like I could have done that and been fine. I just I don't know. I Lean just into, got it. into it. A little you bit. should. I mean, those moments in life, <laughs> you kind of feel like you know, some being being extra rude to somebody isn't going to last too long. And uh, you can always get out of it. And even if you look stupid, it's so much fun later on to think about it. You know, sometimes you like. Yep. Sometimes you'll get like woken up right before you're about to fall asleep with like embarrassment, thinking about how you could have done shit differently. But uh, for the most part, like it's beneficial to fuck with somebody in that situation because they were just being an asshole for no reason. And uh, you know, there's no there, people shouldn't just comply just because they say I was in the fucking army. Yeah, I should have told her her military service meant nothing to me. Oh, yeah, that would have been smart. It does, though. It does. It doesn't mean shit. I just want to plug Mutual Aid Disaster Relief, who's working in southwest Louisiana right now. Um, Fucking hurricane relief is super tough in in COVID times, I've been learning. Um, But Mutual Aid Disaster Relief has taken funds and has people on the ground right down there, and they're working with a couple street fighters, too, who I've talked to in the group. that was like a cat four storm that hit earlier, earlier this week on Thursday. Uh, just wanted to plug that real quick. They're taking donations. Yeah. yeah Sweet. Absolutely. Thank you. We'll, we'll try to get a link in the show notes too, yeah, or well, somewhere. What was it? One more time. The name mutual aid, mutual aid disaster relief. All right. Thanks for calling in Slinky. That was fun. Yep, y'all have a good night. Love a racist hippie story now. Those have <laughs> turned into my, that's like my white whale. You know what I mean? It's, that's like the type, it's a type of, it, it's, it's a it type of mean, guy that we haven't been able to really fully flesh out. You yeah. Know? I mean, well, you're also just finding out like more of it for most, a lot of people, it just means that you can be an airhead. Yeah. Yeah. Like it just means that you're allowed to be flighty and like, uh, not care about anybody else except for yourself and your own spiritual energy and all of your chakras and shit. Uh, you're only supposed to care about your small business and like spreading that, spreading your love and passion through your fucking small business. You know? Yeah, it's a it's right now it's a theoretical type of guy, but at some point we will be able to fully you know fit him in the guy typology you know the the uh the racist hippie will make it in there no i have heard a lot of people who are like uh who have uh uh sent me like on the old account they were sending me pictures of like status updates where dudes are like uh where where people are like yeah man you know you just you do a little bit of avocado oil when you have a, a, a your neck hurts, and that'll just make it all go away, man. Also, blue lives matter. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, where you're like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah, you should uh, you should start uh, putting peppermint oil in your mouth instead of toothpaste, <laughs> and also. Uh, <laughs> Chicago. I'm a turf. Keep America great. Yeah. <laughs> Let's get this next one. First, before you take this call, I I found some site uh, has people whose day couldn't get any worse. 
right? And it's just pictures that I was scrolling through. And three of them are people getting attacked by porcupines. And it fucking cracks me up every time. Just fucking porcupine. This guy had porcupine needles in his head. Ah! And then one of the pictures was a fucking guy that must have rolled around in a bunch of cactuses. I don't even know how he got them on him. But he had like 10 cactuses stuck to him. And then I was thinking for $2,000, I would roll around in a bunch of cactuses. That sounds fun. Yeah, for two grand, you could lay a bunch of cactuses down and I'd give it a little roll. We'll you do know? a street fight carnival. Street fight socially distanced it's carnival. A freak show. Actually, just, it's just a freak show. All right, you ready? Yep. Thanks for calling Street Fight. Who are we talking to tonight? What's up? I don't know, man. I, I'm, uh, hey, what's up? Who's this? This is uh, David from uh, Tucson, Arizona. Oh, how's Tucson going? It's a good one, man. It's uh, it's hot. It's uh, I, I called a couple weeks ago to talk about um, being a soccer referee, too. I don't know if you oh, yeah. I remember that. I love the soccer referee stuff. What's up this <laughs> week? Uh, not much. I'm calling to talk about I'm a teacher, and so I wanted to talk uh, about being a teacher during COVID times. Sure. Yeah. How Here's are a, you? What's in school or uh, uh, online? No, I'm, we're all online. Which uh, it's been it's been working out okay. I like it uh, right now because I hate driving, and so being able to work from home is like what I want. Like that's 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 amazing. Yeah. I feel bad because I know that the kids need to go back because I, because the social aspect. I mean, they need to go back after this is all over. But the social aspect is a big part of school, so I want I want to go back to them. But if I could have a job where I don't drive anywhere, that's that's like my dream. So it's it's nice for right now. Yeah, someday we'll be able to put all the children's heads into <clears throat> jars and they just live virtually. That's what I think. I think like, yeah, I mean, we, I, I, it's wild. That, I mean, like, I think the only part I liked about my workday was the driving. Like, oh, after, really? Driving, like, I do miss the commute. I miss driving like, soundtrack. Yeah, Oof. I miss commuting, man. Because just listening to Howard Stern or Opie and Anthony just giggling in the car, fucking smoking cigs, and like just a like oh. just a good morning, like just really enjoying my drive. That was the only part of the workday that I actually enjoyed. <laughs> well, I used to, I used to be a delivery driver for Domino's, and I liked that job, but that's for the same reason where it was mostly driving, and I could just listen to shit. So like I yeah. do like that, but like I don't know. Like getting up at seven in the morning to go drive, just morning traffic. I, I don't know. I, I just hate it. Yeah, like I do. I do. I do remember driving for Domino's and really enjoying that. That was because like I didn't have to deal with anyone mostly. I haven't worked rush hour for at least fifteen years. I didn't work at the cable yeah. company. I worked uh, ten to seven or eleven to oh, eight. Oh, that's a nice shift. Yeah, it rocks. It's not that good because, like, you do end up just adjusting your life and still waking up at 9.30 miserable. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> you know, I never found that shift where I didn't. I mean, like, I'm fucking tired when I have to come and do this. And I set the yeah. fucking time, you know? <laughs> yeah, but I rem I do remember, like, when I had my first 9 to 5, which I found out was actually 8 to 5 because we had an hour lunch that so was not paid. Uh, so I would be out on the road at seven in the morning, barely awake. You just close your eyes and then you show up at work and you have no idea how you fucking got there at all. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I fucking, I just, I think that the, the commute is honestly, if I didn't have to drive here, I think I would be kind of miserable, you know? Cause I would never, I, I would probably drive once a week if I didn't have to come here. That car would move once a week, maybe.
to go get like kind of how it is for me now yeah 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 i don't like you don't with covid it's like you can't go anywhere really you shouldn't be going places and uh yeah my wife was just she's home till january at least she was telling me that like she got in the car two days ago and she hadn't driven for a solid few weeks and she was nervous driving the car in the neighborhood <laughs> because it had been so fucking long there it was like she has nowhere to go like, yeah scary fast yeah wow, this is kind of this is a this is a big machine this is combustion happens <laughs> i know it's uh, but i don't think she dude i don't think she's driven it since we got it back Dude, I've been there's just up. no reason. I've been watching racing. I get to drive once a week. I drive double the speed limit the whole time. Like <laughs> I'm like when I drive home, down on I'm, like, I'm taking racing lines in all of my corners, trying to like hit the chicane early and shit and get the apex right. I fucking I, love it. When <laughs> I'm driving home, when I'm driving home from here and to here, uh, I've found myself going 90 sometimes just yeah, fucking so burning because the road I take to get here 315 is a highway that is there's one curve but it's pretty much straight there's nowhere for the fucking police to hide yeah and you can just fucking haul ass down that thing and you know obviously nice. you get in trouble if there's a cop like driving on the freeway but like me and Brett both kind of live downtown so even when we do get to drive both of us i mean you know i used to complain all the time i'm like i rarely get to drive faster than 35 miles an hour i remember there's one 35 mile an hour road in my neighborhood and if i get stuck behind somebody going 25 it makes me so mad it's like you took my chance to drive 35 <laughs> and knocked it down to 25 yeah now I'm just a 25 guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry, we cut you off for your commute. Uh, uh, so what? It, no, no, how fine. are the kids doing? Are I mean, obviously, they're all gaming during school. We both know that. Yeah. Oh yeah, I've, I've caught like I've I've, not caught, I've I've seen kids playing games, and the most you can do is like, hey, you know, turn that off. Or in school now, I can't like really control them. I do try to like, hey. I do. I have like participation points to kind of keep them motivated to stay off games, but they're still going to game. So yeah. yeah. It's, what's your what's your age? Uh, what's your age range? I teach high school. Ah, lucky. Oh, That's no. what I wanted to teach, dude. That is what. If I ever have to go back to school and do a real job, I'm, I'm still gonna. My plan is still to be a high school teacher. So yeah, I mean, yeah, I, go ahead. I lucked out with it too. This is, this is my second year teaching, but I I didn't do. I got a degree in English. I didn't do any student teaching because in Arizona, you can, you can apply for what's called a subject mastery uh, certificate for teaching. And, um, but even with that, you're supposed to have like some student teaching, which I did not have. And luckily uh, my school last year got really desperate and they called me and they interviewed me and like, like put me on like a trial run and then I got hired back this year. So it was nice. Yeah, God. lucky lucky when someone's desperate. Lucky, you know, that's, hey, that's great. you know, there's a lot of <laughs> luck and desperation. You <laughs> yeah. Know? yeah, but uh, because my daughter, you know, my daughter's 15. She's she's in school. She's gonna be 16 in a month. She's gonna yeah. drive an age, oh. my man's. Oh no. Uh, uh, but yeah, she she has talked a little bit about what it's like. I should get her on the air because she does have funny stories. I can yeah. show Brett this funny story. That there's this guy at her school. He's like from the country or whatever and now he's getting cracked on all the time because he puts the camera way back and it's not like on his face and he sits like this 
Oh, he puts wow. his leg up and it, like they're spread and he puts his fucking arm on his knee and he kind of just sits like far enough away from the computer. Yeah. That now he gets it's, cracked on all the time because, they, you know, basically it's like this dude's a weird sitter. Look at this motherfucker, how he's sitting. It sounds you know? like a confident sit. <laughs> it does. It is confident. <laughs> I agree. A, they're intimidated is what it is. <laughs> Send the right message. I mean, most of the cameras seem to be off. Number one. Yeah. Like I, I've walked yeah. in a room a few times and, and all the cameras are off. And yeah, um, I try I try to enforce like a camera on policy and like I wanna say now half of my students are on. I, I can't I'm not really I'm not really like like punishing them or like giving them a lower grade if it's off. But the ones that are on are it's funny because some most of them I can only see like the top of the forehead, but they angle it back so I can just see that they're there. I can't see what they're doing now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean Gwen has said she said that uh she had one class where a girl put the laptop on the counter in the kitchen and was making macaroni and cheese and got in trouble <laughs> for for cooking during class. And yeah. it's like, and that like, it's if they see you eating on that camera, everybody's going to make fun of you then. You know oh, what I mean? Oh, yeah, like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, the other kids will be like, what are you eating an apple? <laughs> No, yeah, I, don't I, get I, caught I, eating <laughs> no my daughter eats these english cucumbers and uh she gets cracked on for eating them but she's like i don't care they taste good they're better than real cucumbers you can just eat them in your hand like an <laughs> apple and it's like but she's like everybody just everybody makes fun of me for my cucumbers i was like you really can't do anything when you're a teenager yeah <laughs> such a slim like they slim amount of things that you're allowed to do even when being taught at home these kids are home and they're cracking on each other yeah i have to yeah, oh, yeah i was wondering how yeah how it changed because i'm sure there's like there's still digital notes being passed there's still the same kind of behavior happening but it just has made its way into like the zoom classroom yeah, it's my classes. I don't know if I, I, I just gotten lucky, or, or if Zoom, if they, if they allow. I think I turned off private chat so they can't talk to each other. But um, it hasn't been too bad. There has been like a couple times where it's like, like someone leaves their mic on and something embarrassing happens, and then I kind of leave the class for like two minutes and I have to calm them all down. That's like there was one. That's real school shit. One, yeah, like one kid was like listening to a song and and I don't even know what the song was, but a bunch of kids just started laughing and all the mics came on at once and they were all like ripping on him and I had to like mute everyone and say, all right, let's get back to, you know, let's get, but other than that, it hasn't been too bad. They thought you heard pop smoke for the first time or something. (laughs) 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 That's so funny. Yeah. I, I I guess on the first day with Gwen school, uh, the, the boys were talking trash to each other playing NBA 2K in the chat and the teacher had to say, Hey, you know, yeah, it can't be that obvious. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah that's what i that's the, 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 the forehead kids got it down we're like they're they're technically listening to me but i have no idea what they're doing i can't see their hands i can't see their their face but yeah but yeah they but they're technically listening to me so that's fine and all i care about is like he's like if they're like semi-present and that the assignments being turned in that's all i'm really concentrated on but it's it's been going pretty good so far i try to keep them uh entertained like i play we play games online with it like educational games with them and they seem to like that but um but yeah, I'm uh, calling to talk about like the behind the scenes stuff with uh, like the administration and stuff, which is a uh, uh, kind of it's kind of I, I don't know. I, I had like this like uh, moment like three weeks ago during like our like seventeenth meeting 
uh, about how this is going to be organized. And, um, and I talk about it on, uh, on my podcast, if I can plug that at the end here, if you guys don't mind. But um, basically, I kind of had like a meltdown because it's just, like I just realized this is only my second year, and I didn't really notice it last year. But I kind of realized like like the capitalization of our school system almost. Or like it's it's not that exactly, but it, I realized um, how on the hook we are for every little thing we do. Uh-huh. If you know what I mean. What like mean? they were talking about. Um, uh, we were talking about some resources we had, and like uh, our principal was like, "Oh no, we couldn't get that because guys, like our numbers are way, way down." And it's like, "What? What numbers? <laughs> what, are you, what are you talking? About? What numbers are you talking about?" <laughs> really? Like, I, 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 Metrics I, I, to get I, funding? I, yeah, I guess. Like, he didn't really elaborate on what numbers the numbers were. We, we have, and then like, there's really weird, ominous posters in my kids' school that say like, "We're improving," and it's like, and showing yeah. like the, the number there, show the numbers on the chart going up. Yeah, yeah this is really ominous, like bar graph. Like, look at this. Yeah, yeah. It's, <laughs> the number. Uh, then, I think people also feel like they can get away with just saying the numbers now because of COVID. Because like everybody's talking about the numbers <laughs> now, they just feel like, hey, the fucking numbers, the numbers are crazy, and they, they don't add up anymore. It don't matter what numbers. <laughs> COVID changed the numbers. They don't add up anymore. Well, people just like feel comfortable being like. uh well, when you look at the numbers, and like nobody really yeah. understands yeah. any numbers. Period. I, I I work with them. I don't understand them. <laughs> I make them work for me, but I don't understand them. When you look at the numbers, <laughs> I, and you're like, "Come on, we're not all saying." It's like when when COVID first hit, and everybody was calling, going to the grocery store, getting supplies, and you're like, "Come on, oh, yeah. we don't live in fucking <laughs> The Walking Dead," yeah. you know. <laughs> Hey, I got to get out and get some supplies. <laughs> I should have my next, my next observation, which is like we get observed by the principal to see how we're doing. I should just like just create a bar graph and show how my numbers are up and just, just leave it at that. Like this, you don't need to watch me. Check it out. These numbers, they're yeah. up. See, we're good. We're all good. Look at these Give fucking numbers. numbers. We can move on. I mean, it's the beginning of the school year, too. So it's sort of like, like, what could the numbers be? They can't be grades. They can't be test scores. So like, yeah, what? Is it amount of students? Maybe probably enrollment is has changed a lot. I think it's a, I think it's enrollment. I guess, but like they haven't, they never elaborated. The number of students is the only number that I can think of that what uh, they meant. But I, yeah, like I said, I don't really know. But um, but yeah, I that 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 rubbed me the wrong way. And then also we had like like another meeting about our educational minutes, which is like there's a certain amount of minutes that kids need to be in school, like learning, right? Yeah. Yeah. And they, and, and they were, and I understand that they were hit at these minutes, but they hit these minutes so many times and, they, and we have to uh, turn in all these different forms, jump through these hoops. And it just blew my mind about like, like we have to like constantly justify our, like, like my career has to constantly justify its existence, which yeah. is crazy because we also have like at the same, at the exact same time, we have uh, politicians like begging us to be okay with them giving cops more money, which is just crazy to me. Yeah, like, it, it it just blew my mind. Yeah, that's uh, so like, it, yeah, it's uh, it's a constant battle. Um, even though we all rely on you to make sure that our kids can can at least under have a better understanding of the world, um, and we also are like think that it caught. It's we're wasting all this money on it when in in the reality we're not spending enough at all. We're and we're and we're doing things like uh, trying to cram people through tests and you know make sure that by this everybody has to read or do this by third grade or fifth grade and meet all these numbers. And yeah, it doesn't, uh, and it's, it's 
I, I don't, I, it's just been politic to death. Like it sucks. I hate yep. it. I love it and hate it. I really love our school and I really like, I'm proud public school uh, for my kid, but uh, it's just like frustrating that how shitty, how shitty and underfunded the system is ran. And then the complaints that people have it and the way that they try to kneecap it as well. Yeah. And the, the test and like the, we, that we still are very much the culture of like teaching to the test, which sucks because like I'm an English teacher and like, I mean, it, I, the way I see English, it's not like, like at, my, at this point, the kids I'm teaching know how to read. It's not about teaching them how to read. It's like, for me, high school English is about critical thinking. Yeah. It's about forming your own opinion and being able to defend it and back it up. And like, that's what I want to teach. And like, especially like, like as like, and I, 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 I'm not going to like, like try to indoctrinate my students with like leftist shit, but sure. I, I'll, I'll throw stuff, I'll throw stuff in there and like see what they think about it. But my main job is for them to think on their own and like see stuff and like, like make their own opinion and uh, have a reason for that opinion. Yeah. And so, but, but with this test stuff, you can't it's quantify like, like that. Uh, yeah, exactly. And it's like, so like I have to like spend like 15 lessons and all this arbitrary shit that I well, don't think is like necessary, but, I, but we have to, because if they do poorly on the test, that's the teacher's fault. And right. then the teacher gets punished. Yeah. And then you, yeah, that's the thing too, is that the teachers are punished for the home life for a lot of students. Like some of the, some of my, oh, yeah. some of my kids' classmates are like, uh, just as soon as the school went online, they just disappeared. Like nobody, yeah. they just never signed in once and they're not in school and they, who knows where they are now? Like they're just a lost yeah. kid, uh, for the school system. Uh, and, and I guess when they're coming back, they'll, they're gonna, uh, they'll be there, but uh, maybe, I mean, I think the, some people probably did. I think a I'm, lot of kids might've maybe gone to homeschool because yeah. they proved that they could. Yeah, but the, like they too. don't have in their mind that they have professional teachers and stuff developing curriculum for kid for kids their age and stuff like that. I think a lot of parents switch their kids to homeschool because they think that they know what they're doing. It could be better. I've already seen yeah. countless I've videos seen of conservative guys complaining because they taught they taught Black Lives Matter at school and they're pulling their oh, yeah. kid out. That's one thing that's cool about my district is like, they're like, they're like kind of encouraging us to like talk about stuff, but, and they're not really, they're not even like both sides in it really. They're, they're kind of like in it, letting us have discretion on how to deal with it, but they want us to like talk about the movement and, and COVID, but like well, what's happening socially, which is cool, but it's also like, don't spend too much time on that because like you have this test shit to get down and that's, that's our main goal. So it's like, it's, it's frustrating. Yeah. And, and I, yeah, I, like I said, you can't and you can't re be responsible for every child's situation, or like to have someone like Brian sitting through your class and then him be a reflection, him his bad attitude yeah. about school be a reflection <laughs> on your teaching ability is unfair. And to say also yeah. none of this stuff doesn't affect somebody later in life is you know, yeah, I, I don't know. To, yeah. they, they to try to quantify it for a budget budget thing just ruins the whole institution. And, and, it's, we, and like and it. It, it, sorry, go ahead. I didn't I'm you. done. No, I'm good. No, it, it, it just like I, I, I was fuming that week just because like it, it occurred to me that we have to do all these, jump all these hoops, prove that we are here for a reason, and then they're still trying to give like cops more money. And it's just like, I, 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 how, how did we get this bad? Where it's like, even like, even if you don't like, don't like like teachers or school, like where we take care of your kids for like at least like seven eight hours a day. Like, yeah, you yeah. Can't, like. So like how like how I I don't it just blows my mind it just blows my mind. No, I mean I got I'm, I'm not me and my wife work. I mean I I do work on this thing for six to eight hours a day. So uh, 
I don't really get yeah. to like, I don't have an extra four hours a day to sit down and teach. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's, and it's yeah, it's, it's just, it's just frustrating. Like I, I, I'm not even trying to be like, 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 like teachers, teaching the most noble profession in the world. It's nothing like that. It's just like, I'd like to feel like my profession is necessary. Yeah. That's it. That's true. It yeah. Is. Can I, can I, I just, before we go, I, I wanted to ask because I'm not like, you know, my kid's been in school for, I think, two weeks. And, uh, you know, she keeps, she's telling me, you know, her side, she's generally gets good grades. She generally has A's and stuff like that. Are the grades sort of, have you seen a, a, I guess, a degradation in the work? Are the grades like, kind of at a level where they were before or uh you know are these kids having trouble with this online teaching some, some kids are and like well like so like i'm being i'm being pretty lenient just because like me and my like the teachers i get along with we're being kind of lenient because and that's one thing that the that the school also and i don't know if like ohio is the same but one one thing my district didn't take into consideration is like the, like a child's home life and so like like if like like they're like they want us to like push rigor and like make sure you're make sure you're like you know start start off running make sure you have assignments ready and like and one of my one of my co-teachers uh, at my school he didn't have an assignment for, ready for the first like week and a half and they like got on him right away but it's like if, if stuff was bad before covid for some of these kids and their parents lost their job it's like 10 times worse now you know what i mean like i'm trying oh, to yeah. be lenient i don't so i'm not trying i'm not trying to be like but like i've got like i i ha most of my students are turning in work and it's good work so like yeah it's, so uh, it seems. It, can I ask what the word is on the standardized tests this year? Like, uh, like there are schools in Ohio that have canceled the whole year already. They're they're fucking not yeah. going back. And uh, I'm just right. wondering, like, are they going to do the standardized tests this year? Yeah, there might. I, I don't know. There might have. They might have said something about it in like thousand emails I got like in the past like, three or four weeks. But I don't know it off the top of my head, so it hasn't been pushed that hard. That like the important stuff, we get emails over and over again. So I haven't heard anything. So it's a, it's kind of in the air right now. But the, my school, my district also said like, all right, we're gonna we're gonna online teach. We we started the tenth, and that that was the first week is gonna be online, and then the seventeenth we're going back to school. And then obviously that didn't happen. They haven't updated that announcement, so it's just kind of everything's in limbo right now. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I was just curious. I've been curious about like what the grades are looking like, like Gwen's got all A's, but she has them every yeah. year. And I think it's just sort of like for her, I think the, the, what I've seen is that like, it's really about getting in there and doing the, doing the work period and yeah, gotcha. trying to get them back in the building as soon as because they want them back in the building as soon as possible <laughs> even yeah. if it's just like half days and stuff right, so yeah. i'm real i'm real nervous about like you know i think what makes me nervous is it's probably not a stretch to say that next school year they will be in the buildings that we just we can't do yeah. this for that long right and like yeah, i just yeah. that's where we're at that's where we're at too i think and I just wonder, I guess, I just wonder, like, how are these kids going to, I mean, how are they going to be prepared for the next grade? You know, like, like, yeah. are we going to, uh, are we going to leave space for that next year? You know, like, are we going to have to catch everybody up? Because I mean, I, all the teachers I've talked to 
my daughter, a lot of the other parents I know have said that it is like not the same amount of instruction and and information that they're receiving and next year they will have standardized tests to do next year they will be expected to be gwen will be expected to be working on an 11th grade level and everybody around her will be expected to work on an 11th grade level and i don't like i don't even really know how you would do that you know yeah yeah it's just a weird i i don't know it's just everybody being behind a year is concerning me well and the fact that we're not ignoring we're not addressing it at all i think that it's it could easily just be a, an off year i think i think that we could dream up the concept to just give people like a gap year or something well you just pop gwen is in 11th grade but it's 10th grade next year and you kind of just try to squeeze the shit in you know I, yeah i don't know i i just don't know I, I, a year later i don't know i just i wonder i i guess my my question or it's not like a question anybody can answer but it's like if my kid graduated when she was 19 i wouldn't care sure but like i would actually and uh, really? uh i'm trying to move man i've been counting down if they changed it to graduating one year later i'd have to do a whole nother year there uh but i i mean i don't know man i i just don't know i guess i just don't have a a good grasp of what the work is and what the differences are of the work between that and the school you know being in the school yeah well i think we lost the caller but uh oh i thought they're still there no i think we lost them Can you hear me? oh hey yeah we're we back a, we have a whole we have a queue I though Sorry, I muted myself. Uh, okay, I'll end this real fast. Uh, Brian, answer question. If I had to guess, I would not count on there being a gap year. I think that they'll, what they'll do is they'll do a robust summer school and then maybe the first quarter of next year, like a catch-up quarter. Oh. I do not think they'll skip a year. Oh, but, um, no. That's what you want. But, um, That's true. All right. Well, thanks for calling in. It was it's really good to I hear. Think, I think the best you. the best hand, the best best way to handle it, you know, just force everything to be like it used to be. Let's just ignore the new reality and just try to f <laughs> will everything to be like it used to be. And you said you have a plug. Did you have yeah, a plug? Can I plug my podcast real fast. Yeah, go for it. Yeah, my podcast. You can find it on Spotify, Apple, all that, all the stuff. Uh, it's called Guys Were Screwed. It's about the uh, it's about the apocalypse and how, how the world could end. Uh, my personal Twitter is uh, at Green Left Arrow. And uh, thanks, guys. I really appreciate it. Hey, man. Thank you. Have a good night. Yeah, peace. You too. Yeah, what are you seeing, Brett? Because you have to be more hands-on with For Charlotte. What? As far as, like, the instruction and, and sort of... It doesn't. She hasn't started school yet. Oh, okay. She okay. starts on. She, this is old school. This we back to the old school, baby. It's after Labor Day. Is school, I said that to That's the good old days. They started sending them to school in August. All of these the uh, air conditioners broke on them. Then they would get sent home all day. It was a bad idea. I fucking said that to Katie. I was like, didn't we fucking go back to? You know when we went back to school the Wednesday before Labor Day. You get yourself two little short yeah, you get weeks. A, you you get do a three ease. day, a four day, and then the five day. Yeah, you get to just ease on in yeah man it's weird like gwen was back in school on like august 12th oh, it's like what the fuck it's still it's way weird. summer on august 12th Absolutely. you know there's still a fuckload of summer left yeah so let's get this next call in all right uh oh we also have right now uh sitting down with us uh brycius uh aka wavy 
underscore WXVVY on Instagram. Our mural artist, if you watched our live show, the live stream on Friday night, or you've been following along on the Instagram. Go Off Kings. We go did Off Kings. Kings. We did it on Go Off Kings. Uh, he uh, painted the mural. He's finished it up now. Uh, it looks fucking amazing. Still haven't debuted it. They haven't seen the final one. No, uh, but he is in the studio to help us take calls. <laughs> you got plenty of bad advice. Oh yes. Well, that wouldn't be any different with us either. So we're <laughs> we're bad advicemen. Uh, all right. Next call. Uh, next call. We're gonna take a call, a couple calls here, and then take a break. Yeah, then, I think it'll be two and then a break, and then we'll get you a full intro. Wait. Hey, hey what's up? How's it going? You're talking street fight. Hey, is it me? It is. Hello. Hey. Hello. Oh, hey. no, is there two of them? Oh, we got two people on the phone. Oh, <laughs> it's the battle of the y'all, just, y'all just talk to each other. Yeah, and, I got, I got beep. Uh, sorry, cool. I'm going to. Yeah, you're now in a you got a cash grab competition. Person. Whoever can stay on the line no, longest. Uh, you one person, and then <laughs> okay, um, five one two. You're yeah, you you me. It's good. Are you five one two? I'm five one two. Okay. 512, I'll get right back to you. All right. Sorry. Thanks for calling Street Fight. Who are we talking to tonight? Hey, it's uh, Kiara, the Dominatrix. Hey, it's been a while. How are you, Kiara? Uh, I am hanging in there. How about you guys? Hmm, I'm pretty good. I mean, all things considered, I think I'm... I can't, you know, do my screaming thing, but... That's yeah. it, really. I'm pretty happy. How about you, Brett? I woke up late. I uh, had a wonderful dinner, a nice big burg for dinner. So I'm doing great. I'm living, you know, woke up like hella late today and then just came through like right. Like as soon as I got out of bed, to Brett's crib, <laughs> knocked this out. It's pretty solid. Had two cookies. I think I'm uh, <laughs> on my second joint. Chilling. You know, <laughs> that's what's up. <laughs> so what's going on with you, Kiara? Oh, you never—you know I never call it good news, right? Yeah, you don't have to. I mean, nobody really does on this show. <laughs> so, have you guys been following the thing with uh, OnlyFans and Bella Thorne? Okay, so I know that something happened, but I don't know what it was. So please explain it. I know it was like a pricing thing, right? Yeah, so OnlyFans, if anyone doesn't know, is basically Facebook, but you can charge people to follow you. So Bella Thorne, celebrity bitch, made an OnlyFans, which was created by sex workers, funded on the back of sex workers. She made an OnlyFans a couple weeks ago, not a sex worker, but in the first week, she made over $2 million. Whoa. Um, Yeah. She then sent out a message to all of her followers saying, if you pay me $200, then I will send you a nude picture. Okay. Oh, I would do that Damn. too, though. <laughs> 200? 2,000. I thought it was, oh, it was 200? Yeah. I'd still do that. 200. Yeah. Oh, well, I'll send it. But the wasn't a nude picture. It was a scam. What was the picture? So, do we know? like her and Lonzo or something. Holy shit. Did they, yeah. did, did so, they like, uh, uh, so then they had to go to the, the refund policy on that one? Something like that. Ooh. They have a policy as far as I know. But what they did was they changed their policies 
just in general, so that nobody is allowed to charge more than fifty dollars for a picture. Oh, so they, weird! Like she, her one, her yeah. one stupid scam bullshit picture thing has fucked over every sex worker on that platform by lowering our income potential. She's a YouTube. She she's one of the YouTube stars. My my daughter's been following Bella Thorne for a long time. Not on OnlyFans, but <laughs> I'm trying to think of what Bella th- where I heard the name. She's just a in Yeah, I'm pretty sure she's YouTube and me me before that I heard. Okay. She's one Disney? Of what was she on Disney? Oh, she was on Disney? What? That's what one of my friends said. Oh, shake it up. She was shake it up. Bella Thorne is shake it up. Dang. What? I know who that is. That explains like the horniness for her because most of the guys were watching there when he were like five and shit. <laughs> so that makes a whole lot of sense. Rachel's in the chat. She says she came through with the shake it up. <laughs> I, mean, I did. Yeah. I actually got it right. <laughs> Bella Thorne. <laughs> Yeah, oh, you're scamming, dude. Fuck! Imagine the Disney Channel money she already has. Yeah, dude. greedy. Yeah. Well, it's probably not much. I and mean, she's taking, she's taking money out of the pockets of sex workers, basically. And this platform is like sucking her e dick about it because you know she made them two million dollars in two fucking days, basically. Yeah, they want her to be around, but they're like, you can't, you can't outwardly scam people. You know. Yeah, it sucks that they changed all the rules because part of me would be like, I guess for me, it's like if they didn't change the rules, it's just kind of it's funny that she scammed people to me, yeah. but it does fuck everybody else that's doing it think, for sure. I think another way they fuck the girls over or just people in general over on OnlyFans, they have to wait longer to get their money. I read that too. So they. Oh, yeah. Kiara's actually said yeah. that, that it takes a long time to get the money. So, uh, uh, yeah. yeah, I'm, I'm looking at her Twitter now to see her, her. She hasn't tweeted since. Wait a minute. I don't know the date. So it's very hard. 30, she hasn't tweeted since yesterday. So uh, uh, she's saying now that she's going to be meeting with OnlyFans to to get the restriction taken away. And it seems like was there never can I ask, was there no uh, what's the word? I'm sorry. Was there no restriction before this or was there was there a, a, a sort of maximum before this? If there was a maximum before this, it was pretty high, like five hundred thousand dollars, something like that. I mean, you should still be able to charge that too. Yeah, that's you nothing know? for some people. <laughs> what? That's nothing for some people. Right. <laughs> yeah. They send it. They send it. Yeah. That. I mean, and only twenty percent. So, like, wouldn't yeah. they want us to charge more? Exactly. Yeah. I, I mean, get that. Yeah, that is wild. Yeah, it sound, it kind of sounds like it's kind of like an eBay system where they they are kind of figuring out how they want you to do your business, and they're right. thinking of you doing more like small, like getting less per picture and doing more pictures, more content per day, probably. And they want you to do instead of, instead of having a a fucking five hundred dollar picture, they want you to do ten fifty dollar pictures. Right, but now there's this other platform, AVN Stars. And the number one girl on ABN Stars is named Violet Doll. She does online domination only. Um, and she's number one on this platform that is full of regular porn stars, other doms, people just selling nudes or foot kicks, et cetera. So she's like basically a celebrity in the online sex worker community. Okay. But she 
she's kind of becoming this weird small business tyrant and like Mm -hmm. using the bootstrap logic to justify her success, ignoring the fact that a lot of people get into this because of disabilities or extenuating circumstances, which prevent them from getting a regular job. But she's railing against sex workers who are using OnlyFans exclusively, uh, saying that basically they're lazy for not diversifying sooner. Oh, fuck. They did. Yeah. Cause it's the same thing with Patreon. It's the same thing. Like that, that like if Patreon goes away and we lose our income and we have to scramble to figure out how we're going to kind of pull the same thing off after that. Uh, but early in the days of Patreon, uh, uh, there was a lot of people that like treated it like you were lazy because or begging or lazy because you're asking for money for your work. Mm-hmm. And, uh, the, like the, the in, implication in that is that like you have to do some mainstream shit in order to you have to get signed by a mainstream company in order to to be able to work and make money as a as an artist or sex worker i fucking hate that i hate that that like philosophy because that's why entertainment sucks or did suck for a very long time and is just now kind of getting out of it you know yeah, and she she tweeted saying she deleted the tweet, but she said basically that she worked her ass off for eighteen years, mm. and everyone's just jealous of her success. And if she <laughs> can fight through her undiagnosed conditions and sixty grand in medical bills, and then pay off her fake tits and live her rich white bitch life, then everybody else should be able to too, and they don't have to rely on OnlyFans. Yeah, yeah. Can I? Uh, do you know anything about Just for Fans? Do you know that one? I know of it. I'm not on it, and I don't think I'm close friends with anyone who is. Okay, I just didn't know. I've saw, I've seen it uh, linked by some people, and I didn't know if you had an opinion on it or not yet. No, I think that's where I'm heading to next, or loyal fans, or whatever. There's so many now. Yeah, it's definitely an industry. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like I'm, I'm around one fifty on ABN stars, like between 150 and 200 overall. Damn. And nice. Yeah, I, I feel like I'm doing really well. And I started doing uh, sex worker tips is my new, my new uh, Twitter where I just offer tips for other sex workers for free. That's great. And I said, you know, if anybody wants to uh, sign up to ABN stars and use my link, then I'll just, you know, walk you through whatever you need, send me a message, whatever. And I did that yesterday or the day before i posted that and then violet doll posted the same thing today so i'm like are you stalking mm. me because we had an argument on the internet <laughs> yeah you never know right you're always lurking on your don't, page don't worry about it just do your shit right. people will know where it came from eventually they'll figure it out exactly they'll make that spike content yeah well uh thanks for the call <laughs> thanks for the update i really appreciate it Thanks for having me on again. If anyone wants to follow me, I'm at hypnofemdom or mrstrsdungeon.com. All right. Follow. Follow along. (laughs) Wavy's into it. (laughs) Peace. (laughs) Yeah, I, uh, I, uh, I mean, I think, I think that stuff is like important. Uh, you are like 10 years younger than me. So, uh, like, what is your, like, it's a different, uh, thing, I guess. Uh, and you're also, you're more single than I am. So, 
Like is is the do you know do you know uh, like girls that have started OnlyFans oh, this year? Yeah. I know I know a lot of girls with OnlyFans okay. accounts, like you know peer review and all that stuff. But <laughs> most of them, uh, yeah, hopped in on quarantine. Like you just go on Instagram, and then somebody's like OF and it's OF forward slash some some cute ass nickname, like right? Right. Pixie vomit or like, uh, <laughs> like you know with all the girls right. out here doing but stuff sure. like that. You know, it's interesting though, because sometimes you're like, I see that happening, but in other times you'd be like, "Yo." I mean, with the with the screen in between, there is a there's a there is a level of safety. It's just mm-hmm. pictures of your body. Uh, the price is like, I mean, as someone's at least you know they're getting it directly. I mean, OnlyFans is obviously siphoning twenty percent off, uh, but it's better than like just going and fucking taking free shit off Pornhub that yeah. Pornhub is hosting all kinds of child pornography shit I've read about too. Yeah, like crazy. they, they are a horrible fucking company. Right. Uh, so yeah, I mean, I, I think, I, I think it's, I think it's a very interesting revelation and it is going to be a, a new, new arena for, uh, you know, money, making money. Let's talk. We think about it, pay it. It kind of makes sense. Cause it's kind of like you can, find exactly what you want and it's <laughs> right. like <laughs> right and it's like if you if you, if you kind of got a, a little bit of money it's like well also two dollars to see some right two dollars if you got like if you got a hundred and fifty dollars yeah and, like you walk you walk into like so, like a mall or something and it's like a a booth that has titties two dollars <laughs> right you, yeah it's you good just, deal. That's you, might, deal. you might just be like all right i'll put two dollars in this <laughs> yeah see some titties so. yep <laughs> It makes sense. It's a good deal. It's a great deal. And and also it's like it's also an arena where like you can someone can have that that side of things and then you you keep that out of Instagram and Twitter. You don't yep. do that on main. Yeah. You keep that on the OnlyFans site where you do you pay your $2 ticket for the ride. Man. All right, next one. Thanks for calling Street Fighter. Who are we talking to tonight? Hey, this is John from Austin. What's up? What's up, John? How's it going? Hey, yo. Uh, it's going all right. I'm just hanging out in quarantine. I'm a sound guy, so I'm never going to get my fucking job back. Ugh. Um, so are you a nice sound guy? Are you, are you a nice sound guy? Are you grumbling? I'm a really nice sound guy. I, uh, I was actually, you know, the, the show in Austin that you guys did at the North door, uh-huh. that sound guy, that sound, that sound gal, uh, taught me. I took a class from her. Oh wow, she was nice. Yeah, I mean, the owners yeah. of the bar were terrible, yeah. but she was nice. Uh, uh, I, I believe that the door guy was a real dick too. Um, but yeah, well, no, I mean, great. here's the thing: a sound guy's never allowed to call another person a dick because you do know your reputation, right? That that <laughs> I yeah. I, wow, wow. Okay. <laughs> no, do you, I mean <laughs> that is? I, I mean, sound guys. Oh, no, I know. It's a whole. But, it's a whole thing. I uh, yeah. But I you know it. what? I'm sure sound guys think artists or performers are dicks and pains in the ass. It's like everybody's just trying to do the right thing, you know? Yeah, they can be. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Who's so, the worst? No, have you had good. any? I, uh, have you had any horrible uh, performers come through? Just you know, um, any famous ones that suck. <laughs> no, but nobody I'll name. Nobody, oh, nobody that okay, I, that's I, professional. That. That's um, professionalism. I like yeah. it. Yeah. See, that's 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 what I am. Uh, but no, I have. It's not a racist hippie, but it's very racist hippie adjacent. Okay. Um, I have uh, a couple of years ago. I started seeing an acupuncturist, and I started getting acupuncture. Right. 
and I'm I'm down. I like it. It's like a you know whatever. It's, you just lay on the table and don't do anything for a while. And Does it hurt for do, that? And I don't. I don't. Do kind of needles hurt? Spots, like mm. never the, gonna do it. The needles hurt when they stick them like in your feet and shit. Oh, I don't want to never have that. Oh. You don't want needles in your feet? Yeah. No. Well, when you leave, well, sometimes you need it. You know. Sometimes when you leave, is there the more pain? You need to harmonize. Okay. Do what? When you leave, is you the pain still there? Shit, I'll pass. No, not at all. It's just like a little pinch when it first goes in, and then it's just there. Brett, get uh, acupuncture and if just you tell move, me what it's like. If you move, it hurts. Uh, <laughs> but besides that, it's fine. It's interesting. But, I, I've um, never known anybody that got it before, and I'm so afraid of needles that, like, there's just, yeah. it's never going to happen with me. And especially because I assume I'm, every one of them hurts, like, Probably into torture like a porcupine picture yeah 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 i don't like i don't even know if i believe in it but i i like it if if nothing else it's an excuse for me to like lay on the table and not look at my phone for a while and that's cool yeah that's um great. but so so covid hit and my acupuncturist talked to me and she's like well we're not closing because we kind of like i fly under the radar and like uh, she used the, she started using the phrase living in fear a lot where she's like, well, we can't just live in fear. So, you yeah. know, if you want an appointment, I'll definitely see you that kind of thing. Um, and I, uh, I stopped going in cause I was like, I'm not like, I don't feel cool about this. Like, I'm not going to do this. Um, but a little while later we started doing these things. She does uh, distance energy work. And so we started doing these weird sessions where she was like, I'll talk to you for a while and then I'll like work on your energy field from a distance. Okay. Right. Mm. So basically I just lay on my bed in my room and she's like, I'll do that. And I was like, I don't, I believe in that even less, but like, I like her. I don't, I feel bad taking her money away during COVID and all that shit. <laughs> So good sport. I, mm. I said yes for a while just to do it, right? Yeah. Just to, you know, help out help out someone who I who I do like. Uh oh, no. but she sent me an email after a while and it was this article about five G stuff. And <laughs> she sent she sent me this article and was like, Hey, I just thought you might think this is really interesting because like you know, isn't it crazy that when like the energy field of the world gets disrupted because they put up all these 5G towers that like people's energy gets disrupted and now people are getting this new virus that people have never had before and all that? Oh, and no. That, uh, yeah, and that basically killed it for me and I was just kind of like, oh, you know, I'll set up an appointment later and I it's been a few months and I haven't. Cause I, can't. <laughs> oh, I, just can't, wow. I just can't go there with this <laughs> you, person, you know? You know what, yeah. though? You pay, I'm going to tell you this, you were paying for a very specific thing, right? A thing that yeah. can only yeah. happen when you're in the same room with somebody. Unfortunately, those right. things can't happen. And if I was put in your situation, because I'm an enormous coward, I would just be like, we don't have to do the session. I'll just send you the money. <laughs> right. It's already budgeted out. Cause I, imagine yeah, you're right. I, I, right. Yeah, my, yeah. I take every day on the first. I get paid. I put 150 aside for my acupuncture. I'm still doing it. You can just have yeah. it. Yeah, because imagine. Yeah. I mean, how <laughs> uncomfortable was the 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 online session where they talked to you about your chakras it, and man. shit? It was like, it's cool. It's like, 
it's like halfway like a therapy thing where it's like, you know, like you do sit on the phone with someone and they just go like, Oh, how are you doing? What's new? What's happening? That kind of thing. And so it's like, it's not it's, it's like getting a haircut whatever, like, like, like without the service. <laughs> kind of. Yeah. And then it's like, we would just kind of talk and I would just go like, Oh, well, I've been doing this and this. And, and then she'd go, okay, well I'm going to work on your field for a while. And then I would just like lay down for, you know, an hour or whatever. And she calls me at the end of it and goes, Oh, well I felt this and this part of your energy field. And I, I, you know, I really feel like I got some work done on what this chakra and that kind of, and it's like, I don't know. It's fine. I don't mind like yeah. kicking someone a few bucks to do that. Like, I would, um, I would have went with, uh, yeah, the, if I, if I was doing it, I would have went with guided meditation. That would call you can charge money be, for that. Yeah, for sure. Like I'm, that, gonna, it, I'm gonna yeah, I'm gonna say yeah. some shit that will just get rid of all of your stress. Right. Forty five yeah. minutes of just me, me gonna, talking cal- calmly yeah. at you, telling you to like let your shoulders go and like move your fucking sacrum forward and shit. Right. Tilt your toes yeah. east. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Totally. Yeah, my do- like, my yeah, therapist did a guided meditate. Like I do therapy over the phone. And yeah, I did a guided meditation with them over the phone. And I do think that works. But it's like, that feels like if you don't really believe in the chakras and stuff like that, which uh, didn't you, you said you didn't, you were like, hey, it feels kind of like a carny trick or, or do you like believe in that uh, stuff? I'm halfway there. Yeah. I believe in something like that, but I'm not like, oh yeah, that chakra felt fucked up. Like, That's the know. thing. That's the thing. Because I mean, do if it, I was a hundred percent, if you, if I'm you, and I'm a hundred percent all in, I'm sitting down and doing the meeting. But if I'm even seventy percent in, I'm not doing the meeting. You know, what I, mean? I just yeah. can't. Yeah. Yeah, I can't I mean, picture it. I, you know. Yeah, I've been, I don't know, man. This is, I, I do like this person. I've been seeing her for a couple of years. I felt bad taking, just taking my money and walking, you know. Um, but the 5G stuff, yeah. I was like, I don't, I can't even start this conversation about this with you. Especially you're going to uh, go in and try to get, we'll, we'll you're going to go in and try to get your energy adjusted and then you're going to end up in a QAnon 5G yep. conversation. Yep. You know what I mean? It's, yeah, it's. It's too it's too close for comfort to like lizard people pedophile shit. Five G is a hundred percent a conservative issue. <laughs> oh yeah, no, there's yeah. only one yeah, yeah one wild group. Uh, but it is this it is the people sure. the people that think their eyes are wide open like there it's like third yeah. eye open on Instagram. It shares, just shares yeah, like there's no yeah there's no leftist. Uh, 5G. No, people. I have not heard your. I name. would. I've never. I've never heard a leftist yeah. 5G. I've never heard a leftist <laughs> chemtrail guy. Well, that was against. Wasn't it our weapon that we used against Trump though to make him? Isn't that why we wouldn't think of it as a bad thing? 5G. Yeah, didn't, didn't, didn't liberals and leftists. No, COVID. COVID is, is the it. weapon. Oh, okay. but I do. I believe in COVID. The left believes in COVID. That's true. Yeah. They don't believe that 5G. Maybe 5G caused COVID to make Trump look bad. I just, and we were know. successfully pulled yeah, off. Yeah. I, I just, think that's the idea. I just think if you get drawn into 5G, you are definitely on your way. You're like, even if you're yeah. not a conservative person <laughs> and you get drawn into 5G, yeah. like you're just trouble. peripherally, you're, you're going to go into fucking Facebook groups that talk about 5G. You're going to share pictures of pineapple trees that are on fire. Yep. <laughs> and then what's going to happen is 
the other stuff seeps in. Like when you read the comments, I, I remember I was in a chemtrail group, right? Oh, Lord. And every <laughs> one of the comments, every time, yeah, one of these threads showed up, it devolved right into anti-Semitism. Yeah. And it was like, what oh, the yeah. fuck? <laughs> I oh, yeah. thought we were here to talk about chemtrails. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> it just Lord. turns into racism oh, yeah. out of nowhere. Well, yeah. I mean, you're like, you're like, oh, you know what? I, science can't control the weather. And yeah. then they're like, who's pulling the levers? So it's like, no. <laughs> they have gold coins in their pockets. Yeah. Yeah. Look, if, somebody if I, says, somebody says on here, they work for a COVID denier dentist. Oh, oh man. man. You should crazy. Be. People got wow. medical degrees and shit. I, everybody that's a COVID denier. That, that's that that like one instance where you should probably be snitching. That person, <laughs> if, you know, if, if you are that person, you have to tell. You have to tell everybody yeah. that they know and ruin that. <laughs> here's yeah, what definitely. i here's spread the word spread the word please we beg you i would keep going because you need and let you know you really do need a direct line to these people if not if only just so you can call into us and tell us what your acupuncture <laughs> yeah. person is telling you yeah but i mean i i had somebody in my family or somebody that's close to me was a fucking brother-in-law i don't know why i'm like couching it in anything <laughs> who was all of that stuff and then uh when i started doing the flat earth stuff on the radio he immediately thought i was making fun of him which is partially right but i was also well, making fun of all of the flat earthers you know like every one of them it wasn't just him you know personally so like for me it's it's uh uh it's like it's like uh he's cut himself off from me now for two or three years Sound. i all i have is online i don't have yeah. a person like that in my life so i i you're pretty lucky if i was if i was down if i was in texas or or i don't remember did you say you're in texas yeah i'm in austin see if i was in austin i would ask you for this acupuncturist card <laughs> so then i could go in and get the skinny on 5g <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> well thanks for calling in that's yeah. that's very funny yeah want? yeah no thank you guys yeah peace. all right man have a good night Wendy, one more right. uh Later. one more i think we should do one more before we break because okay. we started a little late <laughs> yeah sounds good um bryceus has been fucking around during this call in watching wrestling yeah <laughs> He's, what were you watching on your phone? Um, I found out there was a payback. Yeah, payback was yeah. today. It's like some B level pay per view, but it was cool. I, I like Keith Lee a lot. He, uh, I think he uh, took the dub on Randy Orton. Nice, really nice. I didn't watch nothing else from it though, but I saw it after. All right. Yeah, yeah. It's out. <laughs> I used to put it on my TV while we did the college show, but I wasn't paying attention to the wrestling at all, right. and I just find it pointless. How long have you been a wrestling fan? <sighs> Forever, for real. Born that way. I think so. I, Damn. I, I don't remember like the earliest, earliest memory, but I think like I was flipping through the TV and saw like SmackDown on like uh, uh, UPN or some shit like that. Mm. What's the other one? WB, my bad. WB, whichever one that was. I was like, oh shit, what is this? Checked <laughs> it out. I was with the shits, but I couldn't find it like the next week. Yeah, I don't know what I don't know what happened, but eventually found it again. But this time it was the Monday show, so I was like, I was like "Oh shit, this is two different shows." Right. And I eventually found out, you know, it's like a whole fucking company, or whatever. 
But after that, like, you know, I just started watching that shit. When did you get into, like, the nerdy shit, though? Uh, the, um, I want to say, like, sometime in high school, like, I found out about, like, the internet wrestling community. We don't uh. know how nice those people would be. Yeah. But found found that, and then just people were just posting about, like, New Japan and Ring of Honor and stuff like that. Like, when I was in high school, the people getting posted about were, like, guys like Adam Cole, El Generico, the Young Damn. Bucks when they were starting... Uh, Brian Danielson back then? Um, you know, he was already signed. Yeah, he'd been signed yeah, up was, before all those guys. Because um, I never saw him on the indies. Yeah. Or never even, I've never seen him wrestle an indie match. Yeah. But yeah, just like that PWG boom and like when Ring of Honor was really uh, good. Like, that, that's, okay. like that's the time I started to get really nerdy with it. And then I found out about New Japan, like everything. And I was just like, well, shit, this is it. <laughs> I didn't, you know, and it, from there, it just, like, it spirals in and out of, like, really digging it and, like, really hating it, too. Because, like, like, a lot of stuff. Just, like, music, when it's really good, wrestling is really good. But when it's bad, it's, like, sour grapes sitting inside of a two-day-old fried egg. <laughs> yeah. Like. It just makes you hate it more. Yeah. You just, I mean, I fucking hate it. Yeah. I, I wasted terrible. my time, like, yeah. watching that hit court shit. <laughs> yeah, this fucking court husking bullshit. All right. Next one. Carnies. Thanks for calling Street Fight. Who are we talking to tonight? <clears throat> hey, this is Joe from Philly. Joe's What's up, Joe? Joe? How's Philly? Uh, it's all right. Uh, you know, I uh, haven't been able to get any sort of unemployment. Just recently got my stimulus check. Okay. Hey, that, uh, hope. I haven't right. got mine yet. They're sending a bunch out soon. Thank goodness. That didn't get it. They erroneously held back. I just saw the article. I was like, oh, man. I gave up on it. Yeah, I think you're going to get it, my man. And they're still talking about sending a second one. That's Sonos. Sonos. I don't think that's happening. I kind of gave up on it, too, so... Yeah. yeah, I'm still. I don't. I, it's like gambling to me. I don't count it till I got it in my wallet. <laughs> until it's in my bank account and I can right. spend it. I got it and I spent <laughs> it. I All of it. I did. I did too. Yeah, as soon as I got it, I was like, I'm a yeah. and I'm already spending the next one, even though we aren't gonna get it. You know, I'm like, fuck, I got all kinds yeah. of ideas. Yeah, I'm getting ridiculous with the next one. Oh no, same. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, like I actually got up uh, uh, the last time you guys were in uh, DC. Uh, I got up on stage with you guys uh, when you were asking people to come up. Uh, talked about being like a tour guide in the city. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if you guys remember that. I don't know. I, uh, I, I, I probably. Yeah, we've. I don't. I don't. I don't. Yeah, I don't know. I, I kind of. Yeah, I feel yeah, like I've yeah, talked to a that. tour guy. Which show was it? Uh, it was the late show in DC. The Hellfire show. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, the Hellfire show. Oh yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. And I talked like uh, talked about having like some shitty guests and stuff like that, uh, but like the tour guide industry just. As soon as all this started, just completely died. Right. Uh, and like absolutely no help to it. <laughs> yeah, is that independent contract uh, work? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, independent contractor, all cash. Uh, Shit. And just like, you know, no way to like track how much I was working or how much I was making all that shit. Oh, that's awful. Oh, dude. What, like, what are you yeah. doing now? Are you like... Are you uh, uh, doing tours now? Are they back to doing any? No, no, because there's no tourism. Uh, <clears throat> you know, oh. absolutely, like, nothing to be had 
There were really? thousand. There was a lot of people uh, there. There was like fifteen hundred people there committing a Hatch Act violation <laughs> on the lawn of the White House last week. Yeah, a bunch of people are getting that joke. Uh, you know, I don't know it. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's just something stupid from online last week. They, Trump gave a speech. There's like fifteen hundred people on the White House lawn, and some Democrat was like. F- folks, we got them. I see 1,500 Hatch Act violations. And it's like, God, you people are so fucking pathetic. Ooh, Never been a more pathetic group of people than like liberal pundits. Filing? <laughs> yeah. Oh, people out there? Fuck, this guy broke the Hatch Act. Oh, man. Now, you know what happened to the last person that broke the Hatch Act? I mean, if it's something a politician does, probably nothing. Yeah, nothing really. happens. Yeah, nothing happens when you do those things. I have no idea what the Hatch Act even is. Nobody will ever know it. That's the fucking beauty of the Democrats is they know. That's like when they were talking about Citizens United. They were always talking about Citizens United. And I was like, I'll bet 10% of the country knows what Citizens United is. Yeah, no, like no idea what that is. And like, I'm a huge history nerd and I've never even heard of that. Yeah, yeah. The Hatch Act is an act to prevent pernicious political activities. It's federal law. Its main provision prohibits civil service employees and the executive branch of the federal government, except the president and the vice president, for engaging in some form of political activity. Ah, uh, y'all ever hear rules and just wonder, when are these getting used? Like, there's, there's like a lot of rules that kind of like get glanced over a lot like i've never heard of no shit like that yeah, in my life if they're going to enforce it they should get rid of it <laughs> they, yeah, it's that, something that fun for like some red scare shit yeah it's the stuff we talked about i think it was last week we talked about people who use potus they keep the hatch act so people that say potus can say the hatch act too you <laughs> yeah, know what i mean they keep yeah. like they keep some acts and like laws yeah. around just because it feels good to a certain kind of person so to like, be able to pull it out of their pocket. I, I was ripping my hair out of my fucking scalp this morning, seeing all those people breaking the hatch act yeah. on the White House lawn. Yeah, and they're sitting at lunch. They go to, like, brunch, and they sit down at the table, and they're talking, and people are like, I can't believe he got 1,500 people together. There's, you know, there's a uh. pandemic. I can't believe all this stuff's going on. And this person, like, leans in <laughs> and, like, uh, uh, starts rubbing their chin and just looks at them and like and the gall to commit all of those hatch act violations <laughs> you know not only hey uh, hey not only <laughs> not only is this president getting a bunch of people that are probably going to get coronavirus but also it's the it's the fucking hatch act doy <laughs> yeah. oh <laughs> like they, they did it that's probably in that like kind of laugh thing where like a guy just leans back in his chair he's like i mean come on this is a hatch act we're all seeing it (laughs) for nobody yeah Yeah, some like a like by your logic kind of shit (laughs) it really is it really is i'm reading i i so uh uh so no more touring what are you gonna do is that why you were calling by the way Uh, i'm sorry i mean like find a uh different job of some sort until there is some sort of tourism so you love the tourism huh started only fans (laughs) okay i love 
What was that? I said, if you have any, like, any, like, any, anything weird going on, man, just sort of OnlyFans. Like, <laughs> if you got a second toe, if, like, you got, like, a weird wart under your underarms, just, like, you know, highlight that. Charge people yeah. 15 bucks, you know, to look at it, to want to touch it, stuff like that. Avian Stars yeah. is where it's at. Yeah. That's what we're, we're not doing OnlyFans. It's <laughs> Avian Stars. Avian no. Stars. Yeah. yeah. So, what is, <laughs> what is, uh, uh, what is it about this you like? Because I got to tell you, it sounds like a fucking nightmare job to yeah. me. Tour guide. Oh, no. I, like, I love it because, uh, you know, doing it and, like, my main, main squeeze is, is talking about uh, the founding of the country, you know, and uh, talking about, like, Independence Hall and the Liberty Bell and, like, Betsy Ross House and shit like that. And then I get to, like, kind of weave in like oh yeah all those guys that did that were slave owners have you ever been punched in the face that seems like something you'd get punched in the face by like some veteran oh i've gotten some people very mad at me (laughs) when they realize what i what i'm doing that Uh, is why my most proud review is is a one-star review uh from a guy that like walked off the tour uh because I had the audacity to talk against the uh, three-fifths compromise. Okay. Uh, and, like, that I was saying that that was, like, you know, ultimately a bad thing, counting all enslaved people as three-fifths of a person, uh, that I thought that was bad and ultimately had really bad repercussions. Yeah. And they wanted, like, you this re- guy had... They wanted some What's history, that? like some white man, Bill O'Reilly history. That's all they want. Version yeah. of it. It's like, no, they did the proper yeah. thing with their property. At the I mean, time. the oh fact is God. that shit. The That's fact is too. that they don't want to learn anything on this tour. They yeah. want you to tell them all the things they already know so they can be like, <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, how they see it. <laughs> Or like why they had yeah. to do the all this. Justify I read it. on Facebook that. Yeah. Some bullshit whatever. Did you get more? The amount of times I had people like complain that my independence, like, you know, founding of the country tour was too political. Uh, like, I've gotten those reviews a yeah, lot. Yeah. <laughs> like, it, it, it melts my brain. It's like, it was the founding of the country. It's inherently political. Well, they right. see that as a fable or like a story. Yeah. The founding of the country to them is like a story yeah, it's that like, happened to people that they're totally disconnected. It's basically, from. Mary had a little lamb. There's only one <laughs> way to sing that shit. It's a myth. <laughs> yeah. It's funny. To, it's funny. You should have responded to that guy that walked off the tour and been like, uh, hey, man, it's not my fault you couldn't follow the, the uh, tour. You know? <laughs> like he walked yeah. off. But why'd you wander oh, no. off for? So funny. Like he piped up during the tour and like kind of like yelled at me a little bit. But the funniest thing about it was that like I had something like twenty people in the tour, like him and his wife, and then two other people were from the United States. The rest of the people that were there were from Europe. Uh, and this guy's piping up like uh, uh, against that. And, like, I couldn't really say anything, like, too much back to him, but then he, like, walked off after that and then left, like, a a review that was basically the same thing. And every single other person in the tour at some point, like, in between stops came up to me like, 
So what the fuck was up with that guy? Yeah, you got to see <laughs> real America. Like, <laughs> you got to yeah. see the like real uncut America when you saw that guy. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. This is yeah our history. It gets people riled up. People will ruin a barbecue over it if you if you get the words wrong. And this is what suburban dad. You could have like made that a part of the tour, like. And this is a suburban dad. Yeah, you know. Right. That's what they do. They'll just fucking walk right off a tour and not listen to anything because you didn't, like, properly talk about... I mean, what are you supposed to... I guess he was like, why is he bringing up this civil rights crap? You know what I mean? Like, that's what made the guy mad. You know? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And it was like, what? Like, if he's wondering why I'm bringing that up, like, I was talking about it in front of the grave of the person who wrote the three-fifths compromise. Yeah. Like, mm. perfectly valid thing to bring up. Relevant. Right. Uh, the famous guy for that. I mean, that's the thing that yeah. makes people... That's, that's a, that is one history fact that every American knows. You know what I mean? You don't think so? Mm. I don't know. I don't even know what it is. Oh, it was I, the three-fifths of a so. person. Oh, no, I know. Okay, I know. Slaves yeah, were yeah, considered... Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's. I thought that was something that everybody kind of knew. It was like a nice little fact that people could throw around. What, 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 let me ask you something, oh, Brett. Oh, you'd be surprised. What's one fact about the founding of our nation? Do you know what? Like, that everybody what be, knows? Yeah. What's yeah. one thing that everybody knows? Yeah. I don't know. George Washington, first president. I yeah. Guess, that's the only thing. The wooden teeth. Yeah, wooden the cherry teeth, tree, the cherry tree, cherry tree yeah. like, which are not Johnny true. Apple seeds. Well, what's, what's the thing behind like chopping down a tree? Y'all ever wonder? I hear that there's like something. What's up with that? I think like it's like the seeing, tree of liberty has to be watered. No, the tree he he cut down a cherry. Why? Hey, why did he cut down a cherry tree for? I think it. I mean, I'm pretty sure that that story was it, like invented by an enslaved woman that pt barnum owned <laughs> okay i could be wrong about that okay okay but like that makes sense pt barnum like bought this very old enslaved woman and like since she was just very old like he just said like told her to say that she was like 120 years old Tight. and that she was george washington's like you know, she was like the, the, the like nanny for George Washington. Wow. And I'm pretty sure that that's the genesis of that story. What? Okay. okay. The story is when he was six years old, he received a hatchet as a gift and he damaged his dad's cherry tree. Ooh. Ooh he's going to get whooped. Uh, when his father discovered what he had done, he became angry and confronted him. Okay. Oh, he lied. Did he lie about it? I don't. That's like, dude, I off. didn't axe that tree, even though you just bought me an axe. You know, <laughs> I tried to get it, but it's just like that. Like he was chopping oh, down. Here a- it goes. Young George bravely said, "I cannot tell a lie. I did cut it with my hatchet." Washington's father embraced him and rejoiced that his son's honesty was worth more than a thousand trees. That sounds like the Bible to me. It's Amer. It's parable. It's the Bible. Yeah. It's American parable. Yeah. That sounds so sad. I don't know about y'all. When I when I hear that, I just get so depressed. Really? Why? I don't know. 
It's like, it just bums me out. Something about it. I thought he was, I mean, he's better than getting whooped with an extension cord. That's what I thought was going <laughs> to yeah. happen. Yeah, his dad just whipped his ass. He, I mean, he was like, allowed to kill your go, kid back then if they cut down that, your cherry that's tree. That's true. They cut switches and shit back then. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they fucking stab him with a knife back yeah. then. They didn't fucking care, yeah. you know? George, I mean, that generation, though, that, that George Washington generation, they, like, just didn't have any respect for their parents. They were out there. They were cutting down their fucking cherry trees. Yeah. They weren't fucking brushing their teeth, so they had to get wooden teeth. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, sick people oh, back then. I mean, the whole wooden teeth thing, too, uh, that's also total bullshit. Ah! Yeah. Were they made out of yeah, gold? Yeah. No, Worse. they were made out of in, enslaved people's teeth that they just took. Oh, yeah. Jesus. I thought you were going to say horse hair. <laughs> it's terrible. At first. No, like, they worse. just compressed horse hair. Yeah. Holy you shit! You can no. see it. Why the fuck? Uh, I now I want to just become a teacher so I can tell every single student about this when they go. I want to go teach. That's why I became a tour guide. Yeah, I want to teach that in the suburbs. I want to fucking become a high school teacher in the suburbs and tell that to my students and get beat up by one of their dads within like one day of it happening. <laughs> That's what I love about being a tour guide is like, I get all these like middle-class upper middle-class folks coming on my tours. Like some of them are down, uh, like how, how do some they, of them are not. And I get to it? like break their brains with like real ass history. How do they find and it? It's like the only place I get to talk about that. Where do they find you through? Like, is it, you don't have to say the name of the company. It's just, how do they find you? It's like a web. Yeah. Mm. Um, it was like through, I'll say the name of the company just because it's like, you know, I'm an independent contractor and was kind of screwed over by that. And mm -hmm. maybe eventually I'll be able to do it again. But it was a company called Free Tours by Foot. You done that? Uh, so it was like free to book the tour and then pay what you want at the end. Oh. And so then that, that led this space to this space where it was really hard for me to get fired uh, because the company is not paying me. Yeah. Uh, and so are you supposed so to like, cut them in for booking that? Do you pay for the booking or what? Yeah. Yeah. I would pay them like $2 and 25 cents per person. Oh my God. Um, and then it usually ended up that I was getting paid much more than I would if I was like an actual employee. But yeah. then I can't imagine that though. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I do, I'm a corny tour person now and mm -hmm. I definitely drop twenties on the person. When I'm I fixing leave. to be a corny <laughs> tour person too. It's like as soon as COVID ends, I'm going, on I love cruise. it. I'm going to fucking get on a dumbass cruise ship and, and do the conga line to oh. hot, hot, hot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, you know, the first thing I can do once I can travel is going on the price, like going to see the prices right and trying to get off. <laughs> Great idea. <laughs> you only live once. You got to do it. Right. It's going to turn us all exactly. into cornballs. We're just going to be yeah. so excited to get out of the house. It's like, I'm off to Branson, honey. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. I, yeah. I said I'll go on a fucking cruise, especially after going to Pigeon Forge and driving by all the carny stuff. And, and wanting like, to do it oh, so bad. God, we could have gone to the carny I wanted to go, stuff. I, oh, there was like the smoke. I absolutely love man. Pigeon Forge. That place is so much fun. It is. It's such a carny place, though. It's like everything there is a yeah. ripoff, and it's $45 all per right. person. Well, we got to start ramping. We got to hit the break. Yeah, let's hit the break. Uh, thanks for calling in. Yeah. All right, y'all. Thank you guys so much for having me. You're yeah, welcome. Appreciate it. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, so uh, we're gonna night. take a break. If you're in the 
if you're in the queue, we will get to you. That's a guarantee from me, Brett P. Uh, you, this week, the music this week is uh, from Wavy. Uh, somebody you know mm-hmm. or enjoy locally, right? I asked you to hook somebody up with some listens. And uh, this is Ron Phoenix. Yes. Could we maybe squeeze somebody else in too? Because I, I want to show at least one other person. Uh, we can only do one. Uh, we have to do one. We just hit play. That's cool. I'm glad I picked Ron though. I thought about somebody else just now too. We'll get him another time. Yeah. Uh, I can do it next week. Hell yeah. Let's do it. Yeah. Hell yeah. So enjoy Ron Phoenix. We'll be back. If you're in the queue, we'll we'll be here. Uh, we're street fight. Discussion when really whole time should be charging you niggas hundreds thousands the runs and it got me up in the mountains too much Twitter talking just showing me who the clowns is can't fake kick it I know who all of my rounds is and we be so fraught can't tell your ass where the ground is we was outside you inside like you was grounded I ain't never had hoop dreams all I wanted was cars and shit Ferrari push start don't need a key to fucking start this shit cameras when I park this shit where do we niggas spark this shit Going child, you see me and I be sparkling Most these niggas big cat flexors and they be frauds What's the odds of me coming through taking these niggas broads Never folded and I never will put that shit on the gods It's just me and my niggas, we walk around with them wads Niggas always talking, always yapping out they ass hard I ain't got an ear till it's all pressing fast forward Capping in your circle, got your vessels on the crash course Niggas getting old and won't last like fast boy Niggas always talking Always yapping, Tonight, we are going to witness the most anticipated match for the heavyweight championship for the world. All of that, all of that talk on the internet. I see you fixing a minute that. I see you like twice a week. Just hoping that pussy ain't weak. Rolling with gang, he do coke. Everything I do deep. Rolling with gang, he do coke. Everything I do deep. He get the loot like a rag. I just got my XP up. 
We get the loot like a ray. I get my XP up. Rose on my left wrist, make your flower blossom. You playing dead like a possum. Everything that I do, awesome. I'm more so just do, I don't ponder. I'm in the cut way down yonder. Shit down, smokers no bonkers. Tell my short bitch, back it up. She got a nice little donker. E E D O B and dinner. Anticipate getting back in her. Damn it, her form's on point. Damn it, too deep and I drown. Bitches on my nerves, trying to make me smile. Compliment my dimples, I don't fucking frown. Your last man was a crown. Get him out of town. It's creep ass on the prowl. We peeped it like a now. Perimeter 360. We just shut it down. Yeah, let me, let me get me, let me get down. Look, 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 look. I feel like playing hero. Call me Mr. De Niro. I'm only talking bucks. I fuck shit up. I don't believe in luck. I got my shit on tuck. That's workings on my balls. That's all I fucking got. My soul in hella plots. Let's see what karma cooking. I eat what's in the pot. A lot been on my plate. Metabolism fast. Appetite double. I eat fresh, not last. For the thousands in attendance and the millions watching around the world, from the capital city of the United States of America, Washington, D.C., ladies and gentlemen, let's get ready to rumble! Hey everybody, welcome back to Street Fight Radio. Hope you enjoyed the music. That was Ron Phoenix. You can find him on Spotify, Apple, all your streaming platforms. Uh, Give him a listen. Good stuff. Always like to hear new music. Uh, We have a guest in the studio today, uh, Bryceus Smith, uh, also known as Wavy, local artist. We... um, we met earlier this year at the wrestling uh, watch party at Elevator. Oh, that was last year. Yeah. It's been a while. Yeah. It was last fall. It was. Damn. Wow. Time sure does fly. Actually, I think we met before that because Bob introduced us to each other. And then uh, then we started That's true. doing the wrestling night. That's true. I went and saw your work up in the studio. I remember yeah. that now. Yeah. So I was very impressed with your art. Uh, I like what you do. And uh, we have this studio we're putting together. We wanted to have something that got our energy right. And I think you fucking nailed it. Thank you. Uh, Head over to the social (laughs) media, Patreon, all that for Street Fight. And we'll have pictures posted of the the final mural here. Uh, But we also are working together on a mask and t-shirt combo. It's nice if you ask me. Yes, it does. (laughs) We have a prototype. Uh, We're doing pre-orders on all of this. Um, but uh, we're doing a fundraiser fundraiser for the greatest Greater Columbus Arts Council. Yeah, real nice people over there. They've cut me plenty of checks for I don't even know how many projects. Like you know, I'm talking like stacks just for like art. You know. Yeah. So yeah, what got you into painting? Um, I'd say just like drawing and shit, like in middle school and high school, like drawing like anime and stuff like that. And it was like just one point after. I graduated where I wasn't really like drawing as much. And then like I started thinking about painting. Picked up a couple of bullshit size canvases just like one day. I was like, yo, I kinda fuck with this. Yeah. Like, my earlier stuff was kinda more of akin to like that uh that watery uh Japanese art where it's like all like, you know, tigers and samurais and shit like that. Uh-huh. Just like, like that, but it's more so just like lo- loose wet lines, I uh-huh. guess. We'd more watercolor. Yeah, yeah, stuff like that. But Eventually, 
started tipping into like this like graffiti style like calls type shit like I learned, started learning about guys like Basquiat and uh fucking just like Murakami you know mm-hmm. like it's sort of like after I got into street work too just kind of like shifted like my art style and I started like seeing like all these like crazy different artists out here just doing all this insane shit I was like yo wait a minute I take a little bit of this, a little bit of that, and like you know, spin it like this. I can have like this gnarly looking uh, pastel nightmare of an <laughs> style. art style. Yeah, yeah that's kind of yeah, pastel nightmare. That'd be the best way. <laughs> that's great. No, I mean it's good. It, it takes a lot of confidence. I know you work in like a, a particular palette, and uh, it, that's like uh, you gotta make those decisions and go with it. Um, right. I enjoyed drawing. I wanted to do like tattoo in my early days, but it was just hard to keep up with it. And I don't think I had the, the confidence and the vision to, to make it come through, but we gave you the huge wall and you filled it right up and yeah. uh, made it look fucking dope. <laughs> and, uh, the shirt is awesome too. It's, thank um, you, thank you. yeah, some, it's some cool shit. Uh, you know, like when I make merch for the show, I really don't want to just have like, it just say street fight on it yeah, you don't want an advertisement you want like uh <laughs> i want something wearable fashionable yeah, yeah. something that people like yeah it looks cool to wear that is you know and then they'll ask what's that shirt and then you say it's a street fight radio shirt right you know, that's a the wavy collab <laughs> the collection <laughs> right the, the first street, one streetwear capsule yes right. <laughs> so you can go get the pre-orders for that we're doing that in the next for the next three weeks go to store.streetfightradio.com uh, help us raise money and uh, get Wavy's ass paid too hey, as yeah. well. Uh, you ready to take these calls? Hell, yeah. do it! Uh, thanks for calling Street Fight. Who are we talking to tonight? Hi, um, this is Kristen from San Diego. Hey, Kristen, what's up? Howdy. Um, I'm just doing some makeup. That's the usual routine when I listen to you guys. Um, so. But now I'm like probably too nervous to keep doing it. So um, <laughs> don't be nervous. <laughs> yeah, take a break. It's easy. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I guess just to process, I'm kind of like a new listener. I think I've only been listening for about a month now. So I don't want to do anything like faux pas. But um, I listened to the show last week and the there was a guy that it was one of the later calls and he had talked about how. Um, he was like in the 12 step rooms and just kind of the co- cognitive dissonance of like spirituality and like also these people like posting Trump shit on social media. And it was like so crazy because I like feel exactly the same way. I'm like, there's no other leftist in 12 step programs. Like this is so, you know, and like hearing yeah. that guy say that it fucking like was awesome. So, um, yeah, so, um, yeah, I don't know if this is, like, weird, but if that guy wants to message me, we can start up some, like, communist 12-step program or something. Oh, yeah. Um, it's all online anyways <laughs> these right. days. You might as well find yeah, a group. Um, yeah, please. I feel- guess just my, the Instagram is at her Facebook, um, but that's not what I mainly wanted to talk about. I know you guys like uh, small business parent stories, and um, I have one that, if someone told me this story, I'd be like, you're full of shit. <laughs> <laughs> Those are the best so, kinds of stories. <laughs> yeah. So, um, and fortunately I have like a bit of distance. I haven't worked at this place for a few years, but, um, so it's a 50 style bakery in, um, Ooh, this like really awesome. rich part of San Diego County. Um, just the kind of place that sells like $4 cupcakes, you know, like each cupcake is $4 and like, 
the pies are like thirty dollars. Um, and I don't. I think I that's thinking, more than it usually costs. I don't know what things cost the bakeries over there, but it's kind of ridiculous. Um, and just it's kind of. I realize now it's a red flag when during the interview the owner comments on how people are too sensitive these days. Oh no. Um, <laughs> he came at you with cancel culture at the job interview. <laughs> yeah. She was like, well, if you're one of those people that can't handle, you know, like sometimes I just say things mm -hmm. and you know, oh, it's not meant to be offensive. Um, and you know, you just have to like know that. And I was like, okay, this lady, there's definitely something wrong. With her. I have to um, know. Okay. I, I mean, I just, there was probably some pretty yeah. There's been enough situations. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was I and she's like middle aged, like, um, like in her forties probably. And um, so I got the job, and I've always wanted to work in a bakery. You know, like when I was little, I like imagined it would be this like cute little thing. Um, and it's fifties themed, but she wanted us to wear. Um, specifically 50s clothing but she didn't give us like uniform or anything or like refer us to like a, a, anywhere to like buy stuff and vintage clothes are like hella expensive oh, yeah. um you know <laughs> yeah there's and, no, no style uh, guide no suggestions here uh, right I'm looking Just, up yeah, 50s and, uh, clothing because I don't know what you would even wear in that situation. Exactly. Give you it's even funny. When I think of like 50s bakery, I'm thinking they sell like those gross looking jello molds. Like those yeah. those with like, the, like the olives fruit and hot dog chunks in it. <laughs> yeah, that too. Uh, yeah. Or like the. No, uh, it's not the baked stuff itself that's. Uh, vintage, just the style of it. Ah. It sells like regular ass uh, cupcakes. Okay. These are four dollar cupcakes, but it looks in, it's in an old style. Yeah. She wanted you in a dress. Yeah, is exactly. Yeah, that. Did, I'm yeah, looking yeah. at this, and it seems like she just wanted you to wear a dress to work every day. Because there, there are literally, yeah, exactly. When you search fifties clothing, they don't have any men. It's it's all women stuff maybe i no i didn't yeah. type that in but it's mostly it's mostly women and not a single one of them are wearing pants that's at true. all they're it's probably every one of them wearing dresses <laughs> yeah, exactly it could just be Which, me but, um, oh my bad you're fine no go ahead also it could just be me but i feel like to be the type of person that say yo you know what time period i'm gonna choose i'm gonna open a 1950s restaurant I don't know. It's just me, maybe, but something that just seems a little uncomfortable about that. Yeah, oh, yeah no, they're <laughs> idealizing a very yeah. fucked up time. Yeah, in the world. yeah, yeah, yeah. But I gotta tell you, maybe uh, I gotta tell you, uh, it's all fantasy. All white people love that shit, though. Yeah. I mean, it's just yeah. that was. Don't forget hot rods and fucking uh, yeah, fifty-seven know. Chevys, man. That's yeah. all they th all they think is fifty-seven Chevys <laughs> and milkshake. Yeah, so that's all they. They want a damn milkshake with dinner. No, yeah. they got malts. No, <laughs> they had malts. Yeah, yeah. It's a, that's all it is, and it's again women in dresses, but modest dresses. Yes, you know what I'm with saying. With sleeves on them. Yeah, yeah. They didn't even have sleeves though. They, oh, they did. These are the dresses are like those. Uh, uh, the Big poodle skirt with yeah. the shirt. Uh, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Pin up kind of style. Yeah, the pin up stuff. Oh, yeah, she's, that collar She's exactly thing. right. Yeah, it's like pin up stuff, man, is is what I'm seeing. <laughs> so did you make it past first? I, we got to ask, did you make it past the dress code gauntlet here? Yeah, what did you do? You pull something together? Or? Yes, actually. Um, I actually, that kind of was my style, and I just kind of like 
lot more stuff that was kind of in that, uh, you know, just like that style because she seemed to like it and she would like, you know, approve of it. And, um, but this is the thing. It's like not just dresses. Like if I wore a 70s themed dress, she would be like, you cannot wear that here. This is clearly not 50s. And that is, you know, the whole thing here. You can't just it will ruin the experience for people. <laughs> oh, no. This isn't just like a, this isn't a vintage you're not, If you're wearing your 60s dress. Oh, my Lord. Um, <laughs> oh, and, this is a uh, nightmare job. Wanted... No mods. No I'm, mods. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm like, I'm feeling, I, I'm feeling that anxiety I used to get before I went to work at any of my other jobs, yeah. even hearing just those two things. You, you're in trouble. As soon as you get to work, you're in trouble. <laughs> yeah, there's no way you're not <laughs> right. in trouble all no, the time. Right. Um, and that it was a really cool job. The only problem was whenever she showed up or I had to talk to her or see her at all. Yep. Um, other than that, it was great. Yep. But, um, and she's just absolutely the fifties music. She wanted us to play fifties music. Um, but she didn't give us a playlist. So I'm like 18 at the time. And I'm just like, what? Do 50s like what is a 50s bakery music style I'm you know 41. like trying to go through spotify pick stuff um and i have no idea like what is appropriate i'm like is buddy holly i'm like no wait that's 60s wait is it oh, and um yeah. people can't really and so, so i was just like whatever i just put something on and so one day she comes in she's like what is this music and i was just like um 50s music and she said no <laughs> this is not 50s music this is not this is not appropriate you cannot play that kind of music in here well you have to play <laughs> mac you know the was? knife it's mac the knife is 50s music <laughs> you know what i'm saying mac the knife jailhouse rock splish splash oh yeah that's a good oh one. i would go bonkers if i had to listen to fucking splish <laughs> splash every day yeah well it's not she didn't want like the kind of like uh early rock stuff she wanted the like Matt King Cole and like Frank Sinatra kind of, you know, like the classy uh, singers or whatever that were like mainstream, like even at the time. So, Oh, those are horrible. That's the worst. I'm going to tell you this right now. 50s theme, no rock and roll. Yeah. The (laughs) worst kind of music in the world is that Frank Sinatra shit. It's just like, there is no worse kind of music. And I hate a lot of musics. But really, that Frank Sinatra shit is just nah, like, nah. get the fuck out of here <laughs> with shit this like, shit. That shit is like, I put a well up on my sweetie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's terrible. Oh. Yeah, so she was just like, there's actually two locations. One is like a pie place and one is a the 50s theme bakery. The pie place is Western themed and it's like the oh, same shit. kind of thing there. Oh, you have no. to wear like the West, oh. <laughs> the Western clothes, play the Western music. <laughs> No, this is, um, you're wearing you're wearing double stitch Wrangler. They didn't have that when this restaurant is themed. This, you got yeah. a, the, you got the Walmart Wrangler. What are you doing? We need vintage the the, the real stuff. You need to. Have I mean, a good it Wrangler. does it does feel like this to me sounds like a rich lady that wants like a couple of dollhouses <laughs> and to dress people up and shit. It's really what it sounds like. It's like, it's oh, my daughter right. had like a million dollars. Yeah, yeah. It's like, I'm having a fucking vibe. I, I, What I do really is I just create vibes and then right. stop in every once in a while and tell everybody they're not executing my vibe right. right. <laughs> that is a perfect like 
summarization of <laughs> because she's a terrible business owner. I really think that this place is the perfect uh, example of if your product is good enough, you can succeed because yeah. she's a terrible business owner, a terrible like person in general, just everything, um, you know, like so disorganized. And the only redeeming thing is like the baked stuff is actually good. Yeah, I mean, it, and it, it makes me mad because um, she doesn't like, I don't know. I'm, I'm not super butthurt, but sometimes I'm just like, Oh, that's not really normal for like, you shouldn't let your boss like treat you like she <laughs> treats oh, her no. employees. We had, no. and that's yeah, a- there was constantly an ad on Craigslist where it said like bakery hiring because people would quit literally every couple of weeks. Oh my God. Couldn't handle her shit. That yeah. was the deli. Yeah. I worked at a deli years ago <laughs> when I got out of college and he didn't take the ad off of Craigslist oh. because he was just cycling fucking people in there and screaming. He was fucking evil. I, I like this guy. Yeah. He was more of a like yell at everybody and call everybody stupid sort of guy, but like straight up stupid. I'm not saying that like, oh, I uh, divined that he was calling me stupid by the way he gave <laughs> me a, a performance <laughs> review. He would say, what are you stupid? <laughs> like, yeah, that's what she would do as well, actually. Um, when no one, when there weren't like customers there, of course, because that's not very 50s vibe. That'll ruin the vibe <laughs> yeah. if she yells at someone. Oh, yeah, they so, had all the dysfunction um, behind the curtains in yeah. the 50s. <laughs> That is true. That is true. <laughs> it's just I'm yeah, picturing um, this. I'm picturing this. This person. It is just like it. Like really has just a really slim idea. Because there was jazz in the '50s too. You know what yeah. I mean? There was like all kinds of music in the '50s. And and I make fun of it a lot. But some of that late 50s, I like, I mean, look, I know the listeners are going to scream at me for this, but I like Elvis. I think Elvis fucking rocks. Ooh. Like, cut it out now. <laughs> Everybody turned on Elvis, you know? Yep. Yep. Back 20 years, 30 years now. <laughs> yeah. Since Chuck D did it to him. Yeah. Chuck D got everybody to turn on Elvis, and now I'm not allowed to like Elvis anymore. Um, the, th- the thing about it is I think that this kind of is... This kind of is a situation where it would be better if you could just pay this person to stay away from the business. Because it seems like they have an idea. And if you funneled in enough hip young people that were kind of already, you know, rockabilly or something and wanted to come in and, and do things, like you said, the cupcakes sell themselves. Seems like it's on autopilot, but right. why are you in there fucking it up for every? Dude. Just because you like, you're not useful anymore. All you did was have the money to set this place up. You, you're not like... The reason you don't need the business, the business doesn't need you to run because she doesn't care about the money. All uh, of the indications you're right, you're here, right, you're right. Is that cares this person cares nothing about the money. They want a place to go to that's a 50s style bakery. <laughs> they want people that are trapped in a, in, a, in a room with them that they get to boss around, uh. dude. I think the bar, you know, when you would watch Bar Rescue and the bar owner would always be sitting at the bar drinking, mm-hmm. that is just a guy that like wants to he wants to go to the bar but he also wants to have authority over everybody in the bar yeah he wants to control the vibe yeah he wants to be uh, an absolute control of the whole thing i mean but they they, i don't know why they don't know that like basically when this boss comes into this place and starts yelling at them because it's the wrong 50s music or the wrong 50s clothes (laughs) they then 
kill the vibe. The yeah. vibe. I always felt when I worked at Lexi's, the 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 deli down there. I always felt that like it was a dark energy place when you were working in there. It was like just the whole thing was like dark energy. Nobody okay. in those walls or out on that patio seemed happy. Maybe like a 5G tower just been installed. <laughs> it could be 5G. <laughs> but but like nobody working there, including the owner, because he was a prick and he was always yelling at people. Nobody was happy terrible because they were being treated like shit all the time so you actually this person was killing the vibe of the place because i don't they expect you to not be human right like i'm sure she expected you to get yelled at and then just go back to being the cheery customer service person at the uh bakery but that's like impossible to do <laughs> yeah it's um like, I don't think I'm, like, super sensitive, but she kind of, like, would also act like a cool aunt. Like, she would be like, oh, you know, tell me what's going on. Like, are there any, like, boys that you're dating? Are you dating any boys? And, like, you know, wanting me to tell her, like, you know, to gossip with her and stuff like yeah. that. And she would act like giving life advice. And then the next day she would come in and be like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Like, oh. the floor is so dirty here. And she had this flooring that was, like, sticky. The um, material, I don't know what it was. It's cheap. I have it in my kitchen. Stick to it. I have okay. <laughs> I have the same thing. My kitchen floor always has to look. it uh, Unless you get a deck brush out and do the whole thing, it looks dirty all the time because, like, the dirt just sort of sticks to it because it's cheap flooring. <laughs> Right, yeah, and she did this, like, stencil design on it um, to make it look, I don't know, just... Fifties. Um, like, fancy, and so it was always dirty, and you couldn't, like you said, you can't clean it, but we still had to mop, and she would come look at the floor, and each time she would say, it's still dirty here. That's a and restaurant I didn't thing. know how to explain to her. <laughs> I didn't know how to explain to her that that's how her floor is and because she doesn't do anything to like get the floor redone or cleaned it's gonna look like that and every day people come in and they're like oh the floor is like sticky that's kind of <laughs> weird no. uh, customers don't like that so she like that's what i'm saying Was not she, even a good business a sticky <laughs> a sticky floor walking into a place with a sticky floor is like the <laughs> number one it's either if if I walk into a place and it kind of smells like they haven't taken the trash out all day, that's a problem. But a sticky floor is on that same level. Those are the two main problems at any restaurant. Well, Basically, I can choke yeah. down any crummy food. Yeah. It's just those two things I can't yeah. let go. She actually had the other part down, too, because there was something wrong with, like, the bathroom. She wouldn't get... The like the drain in there always smelled so bad. It was just like rotten sewage, right? I've been to oh, like ah. <laughs> Sorry. And Idiot. yeah, she would not get it fixed and she didn't want us to put like out of order, which I really wanted to do on the door so people wouldn't go in because yeah. it's disgusting. Lock it up. And she would just say when I would bring it up, she would say just pour bleach down it. So every morning she had me pour bleach like large amounts of bleach down the drain um 
and it wouldn't even help because bleach can't like clear up whatever yeah she thinks the bleach is gonna melt the smell that's what she thinks this one this sounds like my my daughter playing dollhouse again (laughs) like her solution is like it's not fun to do maintenance on the house let's like redecorate the house let's like i don't want to i don't if i if i fix that drain you know how much it's gonna cost me thousands of dollars it sucks that like it sucks that talented people are a lot that are, are like this sometimes like this is a talented person a talented baker right. uh-huh. that is able to like pass on this knowledge but really she's not gonna end up passing on her knowledge because she's never gonna have somebody working for her long enough to pass the knowledge to that person yeah i i, I now i want to move to san diego and open my own 50 style bakery <laughs> that doesn't smell like rotten eggs yeah and Clean fucking up. sticky floors <laughs> i've been to so many restaurants where they had because when you when you work downtown some of the sewage down there is <laughs> old you know what i mean and i've been in i've been in bathrooms at some rest i not even in the bathroom i've walked into restaurants the whole place smells like the fucking bathroom (laughs) yeah and and like you do when you're sitting down to eat you look and every single person that walks in the room you just watch their face (laughs) change yeah and it just changes yeah you you want to walk out they squint like their eye you just see their eyes pull tight like (laughs) and you want to walk out but then they make sure there's always somebody there to make eye contact with you as soon as you walk in the door and then you're like well i'm gonna start turning around and just walking out like you you, they can't chase you down (laughs) you know what i mean they will. I mean, they're gonna they're gonna mandate that you right. get inside soon. But I'm saying the no whole problem. Out. We need people in here. We're paying for this building. No one eats in the building. They're gonna the, capture you and take you back in. The whole problem is that yeah. like, but the whole problem is that we just refuse to like, just be like, this doesn't exist, and just leave because yeah. that's the only because we're you're <laughs> if you're a nice person, you never look somebody in the eye, not talk to them, turn around and leave. You know what I mean? I guess you could say like, hey, you know, this place smells like shit. I'll come back in two weeks and see where you're at. Meanwhile, she's like (laughs) pouring double the bleach down the drain. Yeah. Two bleach shifts going. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, we're going to constantly need somebody in the bathroom with the bleach just pouring it down the drain. You'll each get a one hour shift a day and uh, we're going to get a bleach hose installed instead of fixing it. (laughs) The bleach down the drain is so funny. My wife She's gonna listen to this and yell at me. She <laughs> pours vinegar That's in every worse. hole in my entire house. Yeah, like yeah. anytime oh she's like, ah, does it smell weird? To it. She'll be like, doesn't it smell weird in here? And I'd be like, I don't really smell anything. And then she'll just start dumping vinegar into the sink. <laughs> yeah. And the register. Yeah. Just wherever <laughs> you can you dump vinegar. Something? Oh. Yeah. You vinegar. You smell vinegar. <laughs> yeah. Vinegar is her bleach. She doesn't like bleach because it's more caustic. Vinegar right. doesn't you know yeah do anything you can try when you it pour out it down a drain <laughs> <laughs> it is it's just like try it you know yeah. try it before the bleach yeah, yeah. you know <laughs> that is one of my yeah, favorite when, um sorry no you go you go for sure <laughs> well yeah so when customers they would come up and say can i use the restroom and my eye would just like twitch a little and Ooh. i'd say Yes, because I can't say we don't have a bathroom. There's a big ass sign that says restroom. Yeah. If there wasn't, I would tell her we didn't have a bathroom. Right. But I just had to say yes, 
and when <laughs> try not to make eye contact when they walk out of the bathroom yeah. because it's just like there's no way Ugh. that people aren't smelling it and it's, there's no way it doesn't smell bad to everyone so i was just like i would feel like shame yeah <laughs> because of the bathroom and because that's so disgusting and i wouldn't want to like eat somewhere where the bathroom was like that so that on its own was just like uh its whole own thing but in terms of um she was a gary johnson supporter this was back in 2007 (laughs) okay right okay 2015 she was a big um 2016 yeah okay yeah so she would always talk about how she was voting for gary johnson and like how big of a fan she was and like, I don't know. I don't know what it was. Like she's one of those people that's just like a hundred percent white, but talks about how like her mom, like, you know, like started out with nothing and then like started her own business and like, you know, this rags to riches story. And somehow that's why she can't pay more than minimum wage. She like would get that into the story somehow. Oh, really? And, uh, yeah. It builds character. Because she wanted me to see her as like, just as human, you know, she wanted me to feel bad that she wasn't like getting super rich and that like, I should feel okay because she's not making that much either. And she's like struggling to get by. So like, I should be grateful for what I'm making. Um, Wow. And what an all horrible situation. So you were there probably what, six years or something? No, (laughs) I only stayed there for a year. I felt like I had to prove something to myself that I could stay because everyone else was coming and going. (laughs) And um, About a year in, I was like, I don't, you know what? I think I've proved everything I need to. Yeah. I need to get out of here for my own mental health. Yeah, you're, you're because tough. Because she would like, um, you know, like uh, I think Brian was saying, like, if or the employer just calls you stupid. One time there was this note about an order like on the cash register, and there's there were a few different people working that day. And so it didn't say any name. And I'm like, all right, you know, this, if she wanted me to read this, if this was my job, she'd like put a note or something or she would have mentioned it. So she calls at like in the afternoon and she's like, did you do the order that I put on the note? (laughs) And I said, no, I didn't know the note was for me. And she had this literally like a minute of maniacal laughter. She, she, she just like, and then she said, I made that note so that a four-year-old would understand it. Do you understand that? Ooh. And um, <laughs> and I said, uh, yeah, um, well, I just, I guess I misunderstood because there, the note wasn't addressed to anyone and no one had mentioned anything about it. And Yeah, um, yeah if you find a piece of paper yeah. just laying around that has an order on it, should you make it? Uh, <laughs> like... She thought that we should all know exactly what's going on, even though she wouldn't come to like teach anyone anything. It was just to yell at people. And she wanted like everyone to show, to teach each other. And so it was just like, it's completely ridiculous. And um, so, yeah. So, and there was this other, the most ridiculous thing. She comes up to me one day and she says, 
Have you been giving your friends and family a discount uh, using the friends and family discount uh, <laughs> on the register? And I said, yes. And she said, no, that's for my friends and family. Oh, oh shit. Oh my God. Oh. I was just so in awe. You know, it's I've like, never heard of that. that that's what happened. I have wow. never in my wow. life heard anything like that is to put the number on the register, yeah, to, to put it on there right in front of you, you know, uh, that is as bad as small business. <laughs> that that, that's yeah, ranking that up there. Wild. Yeah. That one's ranking up there for yeah, us. That I think really good. that was really good. <laughs> Thanks for calling in. That was yeah. Have a good night. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> holy shit that's funny oh, holy shit Lord. that's the <laughs> craziest thing in the world made a right. friends and family button yeah. told the employee she should she just... never she never said you can't use this she said figure it out and yeah. it's labeled the button and friends and family discount <laughs> i know i don't <laughs> <laughs> why do you need the fucking button right. just like Tell them, just give it to them. Right. If yeah. it's your friends and family, or or like, yeah, you're right. You, you own them. the place. Right. Just yeah. <laughs> say this is yours. Right. You don't need a fucking discount. Yeah. Basically, the friends and family discount at this place is just for people the owner knows. That's true. It's not, <laughs> you're right. <laughs> it's not yeah. for the the employees, but there is right. there is a friends and family discount at this diner. There one hundred percent is, but it's Probably. for friends and family of the owner and nobody yeah. else. Now I imagine that like her 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 own mother comes in and she's like, "All right, uh, friends and family discount. Yeah. That's only two dollars for your cupcake." Right. <laughs> she's charging her mom fifty uh, percent off. <laughs> You should be glad. Why yeah. are a friends and family discount here? You nice. know, two more to go. Let's get them. Thanks for calling Street Fight. Who are we talking hey. to tonight? Howdy. Hello. Uh, you're talking to Lonnie. What's up, Lonnie, Lonnie, what's up? Lonnie. Hi. Uh, it's a fake name. I've called in with my real name before, but I'm going to talk about my current job. I got a real weird fucking incident that happened. Right on. Let's hear it. Let's hear that. Okay, so a few days ago, I'm power washing this house with my supervisor, like the whole house. It's going to be a long ass day at work, no matter what, <clears throat> like roof, walls, concrete, everything. So <laughs> we're getting started. My supervisor's spraying bleach on the roof because that's what you do for a roof, basically. You just spray bleach on it. Uh, the story's got a happy ending, and it's not like... Like, nobody's heard, like, you guys are being real quiet. I'm, like, worried. No, you're fine. Uh, no, you're good. You're good. fine. Yeah. No, so this vehicle pulls up, and uh, I was expecting my boss to show up at the job site at some point to, like, take pictures. Uh, uh -huh. But uh, it, 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 so I thought it was him, so I didn't really pay attention to it. Uh, but then another vehicle pulls up behind it, and a guy gets out of the vehicle, and starts, I can see that he's yelling, but I can't hear a damn thing because there's both, there's two power wash units running. Okay. Like, so, yeah. Uh, he, he started, so, like, that's when I start kind of paying pay attention. He gets in front of the vehicle and it starts trying to, like, pull away, <laughs> basically. And he just, like, got his hands, like, on the hood of the car and it's, like, pushing him down the street. He's, uh, he's trying to push point, back I against the guy that's driving a car. Mm hmm. 
Adam? Uh, yeah, yeah. There's there's a woman driving a car, and he's and he's he got in front of it like she was trying to pull away, like she damn near drove into our uh, power wash unit. Uh huh. And there's a cat in there, and that's what this is apparently about. A little girl gets out of the truck, and uh, <clears throat> the guy comes around to the to the driver's side door. The cat gets transferred to him. He hands the cat to the little girl. They both get in the second vehicle. They drive away. And the woman who had almost run over the man, she's just standing in the road, and she looks at my supervisor and me like we were supposed to have done something there. Like, I mean, you can't begin involved with... I mean, I guess, like, for me, it's like... For, for me, it's like... You get... That's a choice that you make. They don't get to guilt you for not choosing to get involved, you know? <laughs> right, like, it started with me seeing her almost kill a man. <laughs> right, right, yeah. Why would I intervene at all and be, like, why would I, inter like, I had no impression that that man or little girl had any harm intended towards that cat. And, you know, like, you know, it's not like he, like, and so anyways, I thought it's done, right? She eventually... Like, I found a reason to be on the other side of the house. Like, just like, I want to put a entire house between me and her. Yeah. Uh, so, so I just start rinsing the other side of the house. And she eventually drives away. Uh, and then later, my supervisor's cleaning another part of the roof. And I see her come back and take a picture of our work truck and drive away. And I'm like, oh, fuck. Okay. We're going <laughs> to... I'm just like, I just want to read this post, like where, what she's going to write about it. And I should have known because I'm in like an affluent suburb that, uh, <laughs> she went to the police. And so today I'm eating lunch just sitting down to enjoy a fast food chicken sandwich. And I get a call from my boss asking me to call this police officer and basically relay like a less colorful version of the story I just told you, uh, are you gonna did and you do it just i mean yeah just because like i need to keep this job and it's like the, the cops like hassling him and like nobody's like he's only got this crazy lady's side of what happened I yeah that's why he's stealing a cat who was stealing <laughs> the cat she was she was driving away with this cat and then i mean i don't know whose cat this is but i don't think the guy like I don't know. The like, guy, yeah, the I guy, the guy got in front of the vehicle to get the cat. Yeah, she grabs a cat. Yeah, right. Like, she sees a cat and yeah. she's like, "This is my cat now." <laughs> and yeah, then the guy jumped with a loose cat. Yeah, you don't yeah. just pick up a cat. You know <laughs> I what I mean? Know. Yeah, this. <laughs> this seems. I mean, because I guess if you're in an affluent suburb, right? Those people are never yeah. told that they don't own everything. Right. And it does feel like a lot of times when you're in those neighborhoods, they're like hyper vigilant and they feel like they yeah. own every inch of the street. So I definitely can see some rich white lady <laughs> driving down the street who jumps out of their car and tries to steal a cat. I can de not steal it like on purpose, but as in like, why isn't anybody yeah, watching like, this cat? You know yeah. what I mean? Like, I'm going to save this cat's life. It's like, you know, right. they. she probably saw what she was doing as like equivalent to when people bust a car door's windows out <laughs> because they put a dog in a hot car. 
You know what I mean? She yeah, probably was, saw that as know, equivalent. Yeah, I was worried there was like a domestic thing and something more sinister was going to happen to the cat because I just like my head goes to bad places when I see weird things happening. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, hopefully. So, like, I mean, I can't believe she's mad at but she got mad at you. Did, you. did she like write a review on a page or anything like that? Yeah, that's what I thought the most of it was like. That's the crazy thing. Because like I was like I was doing my freak out thing, like the whole spectrum of like things that could have happened. I was thinking like, all right, either like shitty Yelp review is probably like the least bad thing that could happen, or she like calls ice because I didn't respond when she spoke to me, and I'm like kind of swarthy. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't. But, I, uh, so it ended up being somewhere in the middle where she called the local PD on the guy who took the cat, and I guess thought I was going to be some kind of witness. Like she was like the the cop called my boss saying like that he needed to talk to me about a a uh, like delayed battery. So <laughs> and that was all the information he was giving my boss because that's like. <laughs> the investigative like that's that's how they do that they don't give information out they're only taking information in so my boss doesn't know anything my supervisor hadn't told him shit uh <laughs> i had tried to like pass things up the line but it didn't get to him so the first thing he hears about it, he's sitting down to lunch the cop calls him and then he immediately calls me God, and, you yeah. do not want the cops <laughs> calling your boss neither yeah that's just like if any of our employees had the cops call me i'd be like fired <laughs> You're fired. I would say it like that, too. I would say, you're fired. You're fired. You're fired. <laughs> the right way. Yeah. You're fired. Yep. Yeah. That's how he said it. Yeah, it was... We remember. We used to love him when he said that. Yeah. We loved him when he said, you're fired. Now we all hate his guts. <laughs> yep. He had it all. He had it all. He had, our, he had our love. He had everything. He did. He had us all walking around yeah. saying, you're fired. And now, boom. And then remember, uh, I'm sorry I've taken this so yeah. far off track here. Yeah, do a Trump campaign. Do you, remember, I it, do you remember how, like, when he became president, they gave it to Arnold Schwarzenegger? And he was like, <laughs> fuck, yeah. That. And he was like, ah, see, Arnold Schwarzenegger's a huge failure, failure and a loser. He, his ratings are so much lower than mine were. Do you remember that? No. Yeah, The Apprentice shit. was hosted by Arnold Schwarzenegger for one season. Uh, and Schwarzenegger yeah, must have even made it the whole season. Yeah. And Schwarzenegger <laughs> said something about Trump. And he's president, yeah. but he's sitting there like, this Arnold Schwarzenegger, what a fucking loser. You know what I mean? He couldn't yeah. get ratings. And it's like, Leave Arnold Schwarzenegger alone. I mean, they're both bad guys. Yeah. You know, The Apprentice has to be uh, uh, hosted by an evil person. <laughs> like, it's the only way it works. That's the mandate. Well, thanks for calling in. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. Good luck on that. <laughs> God, that's so funny to think about. Yeah, I mean, I, you know, uh, one of the best I mean, ever when we were in L.A., when, when those guys were about to get into a fight, well, that that fucking uh, security guard was about to beat the shit out of that guy. And that dude just was like, Hey, we're, we're looking at you. Like we can see what you're doing. Like if you just interrupt and say like, yo, yo, yeah. yo, you're hit. You're yeah. trying to hit people with cars right now. Right. Like stop and take right. a breath for a second. What's going like, on over here? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just kind of shake them loose. Cause yeah, so yeah people. I don't want to see people trying to run over. And then it's over a cat. I'm like, well, I don't, is what is going on? Yeah. Why is this happening? What could possibly be a reason to, to fucking kill people over cats? 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, it just—it's it, one of those things where, like, you know, I've seen. Like, I would have probably been somewhat involved in it because I have to look at stuff like that. Like, if I see something going on, I'm like, oh, really? I'll yeah. turn around and walk three blocks to watch a fight. Yeah. I've done it before. And, like, I'll jump in if it looks like somebody's getting killed or if one of the people isn't into the fight. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. They got to both be into fighting. Right. But, I mean, I love that shit. I just, that's that's primal <laughs> Like law, right? You know what I mean. It's Trish. like somebody said somebody like gave them a flat tire on their shoe, and then now it's time to fucking go, right? You know. Yeah. All right, let's get this last happens. call in you and go to the uh, grocery store and someone flat tires me. Oh, I would. They catch uh, a beat down. They every catch a beat. Time. Yeah. <laughs> you get. get Stakes. I get. I get like unreasonably angry when I get a flat tire on the foot. Been I a, just, it's been a while for me. Oh, Gwen does it to me on oh, purpose. Yeah. Oh, yeah. To say. We do it to each other a lot right. of times. We'll just flat tire, you know. Ha, ha, ha. My friends used to do it all the time growing up. They're we fun. love flat tires. That's the back of the shoe shit, right? Yeah, you, you yeah. step on the back yeah. of somebody's shoe. It's the fucking worst feeling in the world. Yeah, and then you Because then you got to fucking tie, untie your shoe, put your right. shoe back on your foot, and then tie your shoe. It's, right. it's a miserable feeling. It is, it is. All right, thanks for calling Street Fight. You're the last call tonight. Hey, it's uh, Malice in Tokyo. What's oh, up? Oh, wow. hey, how's it going? Yeah, not bad, guys. How are you? Nice. Doing I'm well. okay. How's Tokyo doing? You are you guys like allowed to do stuff? Uh, yeah, it's it's pretty open. Uh, they're gonna remove the uh, foreign resident return uh, ban in tomorrow, actually. Nice. And uh, it's hot as fuck. <laughs> you go outside, it's sweating. Oh yeah, I know. Wait, they're going to return hot there. They're kicking all the bands out. No, people. <laughs> yeah, are allowed so to right come. now, if you're a foreign resident, you can't come back to the country if you've left. Uh, particularly those who left after the travel ban came into effect, but they're lifting that now. Okay. So if you're a resident of Japan and you went to America, uh, they wouldn't let you come back to Japan. Got it. But they're lifting it. Who knows? Maybe someday yeah, they'll let us back in. That. Yeah, it's. Uh, I don't know when it's going to open for tourists, but uh, they're pretty keen. the The prime minister stepped down a couple of days ago. Yeah. So the, the the ruling party has a has a month to install a new guy. Chances are, it's going to be a, a xenophobic fascist. It's going to take the reins, which is going to suck. But uh, yeah, I was going to say, wasn't Abe like basically a, a bad guy? <laughs> <laughs> he he was like. I don't know. As far as conservatives go, I guess he was fine. But uh, the, the the guy that a lot of people think that's going to take his spot is going to be a lot worse. Okay. Okay. Um, so what's up? Not much. Uh, just uh, I got I got a story, and I guess uh, I can talk to you guys about Bitcoin if you want, since that's what I do on my day to day. Bitcoin in Japan. It's big. Bitcoin's actually, uh, Japan's pretty forward on Bitcoin. Um, the company, like, it, it's starting to get regulated uh, and seen as, like, legitimate money, which is kind of good and bad. I mean, it'll always be able to be black marketed, but, um, and because it's open source, which means anyone can take a look at the code and use it, you can kind of get away with a lot of stuff. 
but it's there's a lot of companies and a lot of different coin chains that are uh, specifically targeting well-regulated industries. Okay. Okay. Um, so, like, uh, oh, yeah, go ahead. No, you go. You go. Sorry about that. Oh, yeah. So, like, I sent you guys a bunch of Bitcoin uh, last week when uh, you and you and Wavy were doing the, uh, the, the, the mural. And that's really what Bitcoin, for me, is, is one of the best things, is sending cross-borders. Because, yeah. like, if I was going to send you guys money... Otherwise, I'm, I'm definitely paying in USD, right. and uh, I'm a Canadian as well, so uh, I'm either paying in yen or Canadian dollars. You get hit with huge foreign exchange fees, plus like you know the rate that you look up online, you don't get that. You're paying right. like you know two or three percent more than that shit. So like if I was going to send you Canadian dollar dues, it would cost me like forty percent more. Something yeah. Oh wow. Like Canadian yeah. dollars to send you money. Do Crazy they right are Canadian dollars called dollary dues now? No, no. <laughs> dollarinos. Because if I take over, we're changing uh, we it to dollarinos. Oh yeah, I know, I know. We we my dad was just like so in love with talking about the loony. Like he's like, they got a freaking loony there, and it's like, <laughs> oh, we got one in the White House. So <laughs> and a Cheeto, a loony Cheeto. Cheat. I'm I'm really doing it was, like it a pro Biden episode tonight. <laughs> oh my! <laughs> yeah, it's um, it, it was really weird when they when they brought in the the toonie because um, they got rid of the two dollar bills that were popular at strip joints. Because I I used to be a, a geologist and I was working out in uh, a bunch of remote areas, and uh, you go to the strip club and. Now they they replaced the two dollar bill, so they had Toonie nights. And it, it was terrible because people started whipping that shit at the sex workers. Oh no! Terrible. Yeah, I mean that's the only way that can go, too. You know, I mean obviously people could have decency and be decent human beings and be respectful of people, but really <laughs> when you're saying, hey, you know, toss some coins up here on stage, that is. Signal. I mean, I don't think there's a single dude I grew up with that wouldn't be like, let's peg them with them. Yeah. You know? <laughs> let's toss them. Yeah, it, it, it's pretty disgusting, too, right? Because, you know, basically, you're acting like an asshole when you do that. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but you can clean degrading. toonies easier than dollars. Like, dollarinos are dangerous, really. Paper money? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, they're, they're gross. Well, Canada's money's kind of plastic, I think. Like, in a cool way. Yeah, yeah, we got plastic dollars. Yeah, it's on a river. Plastic dollars? It looks cool. They got little viewfinders on them and shit. You can pretend like you're scuba diving in your money. Do they feel like paper? No, no, they feel like they feel like plastic, but um, kind of like a papery plastic. It's very weird to me. I had no I'm like, idea. I'm like cardstock. Yeah, they're, they're they're cool, and then and because we got monopoly money too, it's, it's a lot easier to figure out your bills when you're drunk because you'd be like here's a here's a purple and a, and a blue that, 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 that's enough <laughs> i wish we had purples and blues here i that think would, that's one of the great failures of america to tell you the truth we the only got money? one color printer for the money it's like come on you can't afford the the inkjet or nothing like that right <laughs> that's, that's expensive ink that costs more than it <laughs> it is expensive but but you you know that the conservatives the first thing they do is be like yeah, but then what are we going to call it? We can't call it the greenback anymore. Oh. Yeah, they do. They'll get mad about anything. Something right? will still have to be green. 
Like, yeah. I guess a $1 bill could still be green. Yeah, but nobody Un- talks about $100 bills, like, fondly, though. Or $1 bills, not $100 <laughs> bills, sorry. But no, most people are, like, tired of ones now. You know, at the dispensary, the past mm-hmm. two times I've gone, all my change is ones. Mm. Two times. One time it was $18 in ones. In ones. <laughs> and then the next time it was $8 in ones. And basically when they gave me the $8, I was like, uh, uh, well, that's better than the 18 I got the other day. And they're like, yeah. <laughs> so I was just like, maybe one day you guys will get a $5 bill. You know? <laughs> they got all different yeah. Well, here, here they have a 500 yen coin, which is about mm. five bucks. Oh, see, I wish we did more coins. Yeah. You know? We should do, I I think coins are responsible, environmentally, I think. I don't know, but probably better than dollars because you go through more dollars than you do coins, okay? Okay. And yeah. they can be cleaned, which COVID issues, yeah. you know what I mean? If mm. you can clean your coins, you just drop them in bleach. <laughs> really? You can drop uh, your coins yeah. in bleach. You can wash plastic too, though. That's true. Uh, you get you get those plastic bills, and they're and they're pretty cheap. Environmentally, I mean, it, it, it's hard to say because the the impact of mining is is always kind of hidden. That's true. That's you know, you look at solar panels and shit like that. And one thing that people don't talk about or even think about is really the impact of sand mining, like globally. Mm-hmm. It's uh, it, it's it's rough. It, it's almost completely unregulated, and it really destroys like a lot of uh, a lot of the water well, waterways. Interesting. Yeah, I believe that. So, are you able to buy stuff with Bitcoin at like the store there? Yeah, so you can spend up to thirty thousand yen, which is about oh. three hundred bucks, mm. at a lot of stores because they have deals with um, legitimate crypto exchanges that'll immediately convert that to fiat, like to regular money. Uh huh. Nice. Um, so you, you can go to like <laughs> Big Camera, which is a big electronic store, pay with Bitcoin. Um, and there's jewelry stores and stuff. It, it's becoming more popular. Uh, the, the, the stuff that I sent you is actually Bitcoin Cash. Uh, it has really, really low transaction fees. Okay. So it costs like less than uh, less than like a half cent or something to do that transaction. As soon as you said fiat currency, Brett like <laughs> popped up and his eyes opened. Because you know what we've been yelling about. You've been hearing so much about fiat currency, right? Like back in the day and uh-huh. in, in the Paul days, Ron Paul days, it was just all fiat currency with those people. Yep. And now there is Bitcoin. So is that bad or good to them? Is Bitcoin fiat currency? No, it's not. What's fiat? Uh, it, it, it has recently been ruled as money, though, in, in oh, the U.S. But it's really inconsistent between uh, different countries with how they deal with it. So some of them think it's a commodity. Some of them think it's money. Um, Japan has ruled it's a security. So like, a, like not not a stock, but like more like a mutual fund, that kind of shit. It depends on what laws they want to put it under, too, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah I, mean, I guess it's kind of fucking dorking out on you. This is this is this is just my job to know. So. It's kind of better, I think than what we have in a way because we're all on like credit cards being tracked yeah, and the, shit like that through our mm-hmm. money the fiat is government money so that's like mm-hmm. yeah we're stuck in the american money system and they have the most and they get to print <laughs> print it anytime they want it honestly i've been sitting around waiting for the yeah. amero for now 
10, 20 I've heard it's 10, coming. 10 years. Back on the fax know? machines, there was <laughs> talk of that. <laughs> like, I, 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 uh, uh, so, I mean, quality, I mean, Bitcoin's like a kind of a good thing, I guess. Well, it's bad for the environment. It's very bad for the environment. <laughs> it would be better if we could figure out how to not have it because like people have to like dunk their computers in water to mine <laughs> for it. what like oh uh, yeah well they, they don't do that anymore so the company uh i work for does the actual mining so that's why i feel so bad about it okay it's it's all air cooled uh you know they're just data centers nice. in in countries with cheap power so it's a totally exploitative industry run by a bunch of fucking libertarians uh oh, for sure and and, and, and like I, I agree in a lot of ways, it, it's it's nicer because like I can send money to you without knowing any bank account details, and you don't have to have like a Japanese bank account. Mm -hmm. I don't yeah. have to have an American bank account. Mm -hmm. I don't have to go through like an intermediary other than like the miners, which are they just don't give a shit, right? You know, uh, they're like the they're cross jurisdiction, so you don't you just don't have to care. Right. So it's easy for me to send you money in, in Bitcoin, and if you and your friends use it as like a, a way to change things or buy pizzas for each other and shit, it's pretty easy. You do have to watch out. Um, I've been exposed uh, to a lot of the internals of, of a bunch of fucking bullshit, you know, law enforcement adjacent companies that are doing like clustering and stuff to identify people who are using Bitcoin. Mm -hmm. They have like people on the dark web doing like. Uh, they're getting Bitcoin addresses and payment addresses and, and going back to try to find out, like, you know, who's buying hookers, who's buying drugs, that kind of shit. Yeah. Oh, shit. They, they love Oh, dude, some us. of the people you meet in those companies are just the worst, too, because they just jack off on, on, on the police real fucking hard, too. Yeah, I yeah. believe it. I mean, that's what they, 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 they're computer police, <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They're they're computer, they're police. computer police. Well, thanks for calling in. Uh, you got anything to plug or anything? Uh, well, next time you guys come to Tokyo, uh, you know, hit me hit me up. Yeah, when it when it happens, very and, soon. Uh, we got a couple couple of people. Um, very soon. I, I have started a podcast. It's uh, you know, I don't know. It's a bit boring because I guess me and my co-hosts are a bit serious. But it's called Left on Red. Uh, you can find this on SoundCloud, SoundCloud.com/slash Left on Red. Uh, red is in the color. Uh, we only have a couple episodes out, but, you know, just news, politics, life in Japan, that kind of shit. Nice. Yeah. Well, right. Check it out. Thanks for calling in. Yeah, appreciate it. All right. See you guys. Peace. Have a good one. And that is the Colin Show. Thank you, Wavy, for being here with us. You want to follow along with the with the artwork? Uh, is Instagram the best way to do that? Yes, 1,000%. I am on Instagram a lot. Like, okay. Always posting, always looking. You know, always showing love to other artists, all that good jazz. Uh, underscore WXVVY. And if I. you want to help us raise money for the uh, Greater Columbus Arts Coalition Council. 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 <laughs> uh, but they're doing right now, they actually have a relief fund for artists that are being affected by COVID. Yeah. Uh, so that's what that money will most likely go to. Yeah. Um, head to store.streetfightradio.com. Put the money down on a pre-order. I need the pre-orders, you know. Mm -hmm. I, it, it's like I can't guarantee I'm going to get extra. I'm, I mean, I'm right. going to order extra, but I don't know if they're going to be there. And the more that orders we get up front, the less it costs to produce them. Right. And that money gets passed along to you and uh, yes. the uh, people at the Arts Council. So, yes. Yes. Um, 
store.streetfightradio.com, long sleeve shirts, masks, t-shirts, and combo packs. Uh, we will see you on Wednesday. Peace. Pew. Oh my gosh, I gotta shut this shit off. Yeah. <sighs> I gotta pee so bad.